What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar Podcast live stream. I don't know how many times I've said that, but it feels good every time. Here we are, episode 81, No Front Breaks. I'm really stoked to talk to Eric. It's been a while, and every time we chat, we have a good conversation. But before we get started, let's go ahead and do a little bit of, of conversating about things. You know, I have these awesome mugs that I made. I'm just making this up as I go. These are like tumblers, apparently, is what they're called. That's a sticker from the Patreon sticker pack on the front of it. So that is actually not permanently printed on there. But on this other side, you got the biker logo. And you can pick these up at shop.biker.com, as well as this stainless steel credit card beer can shaped bottle opener that you can put in your wallet. This thing is awesome because it's so thin and so light that um, you don't really notice in there and you always have a bottle opener. And personally, I'm one of those guys that doesn't like a lot of stuff on my keychain. So um, I like having a bottle opener because it's good to have those handy and you can just stick it in your wallet. You almost always have your wallet with you. So there you go. Swing by the biker shop at shop.biker.com or just biker.com. Click on the shop link. However you want to get there, get there. If you really like that stuff and a few other things, you could go to Patreon and join the tier that gets that whole swag pack. That would be pretty rad because I would love to have the support on the channel. And right now, this channel and the biker channel are both supported almost 100% by people on Patreon because the ad revenue that I get is going to take a while for it to be a dump truck load of money. So <laughs> until then, I'm leaning on you guys, man. I really am. So I really appreciate everybody that's over there. A buck a month, you can get access into that, get some coupons, save yourself some dough. That's pretty easy to do. I know there's like a 20% discount on P Project 321 hubs. So if you were buying a set of hubs, you'd save like 100 bucks or more right out the gate. There's like a 20% discount on Cali. So you need new pads, need new helmet. You can get that. I think it's 15 or 20% on Kushcore. Like there's a bunch of, bunch of stuff I have over there. So outside of that, there's also a $5 tier over there. You can get a sticker pack. You get access to some extra cut videos. I've been doing a bunch of extra videos on Patreon lately. And it, I feel like it's going to be my new thing. Instead of doing rough cuts, because I'm not making as many videos as I as I used to on the biker channel. Uh, what I've been doing is like just going out and taking the camera with me on a ride and doing one of those like super fast edits that's more like whatever I did when I first started the channel. So a bunch of me dropping the F-bombs, a bunch of my stupid jokes um, put together, no music, no like drone shots, just like quick, dirty edit, but but something that's fun to watch. So if you guys want to get get in on that, get over to Patreon, sign up for that stuff. If you guys want some stuff that's free, I tell you this all the time, man, hit up Instagram. I post a lot of pictures over there. If you're one of the few people that use Facebook, you do that, get on there. If you use Twitter, I post to Twitter, but all it is is telling you to go to Instagram, look at pictures over there. So you'd be better off on Facebook or, or Instagram. Man, I almost said Twitter. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing today. I've screwed things all up. Started this podcast. Didn't even have my background ready for, for Eric. I was going to have to use Seth, but I figured you guys wouldn't want to call Seth, Eric, Seth all night or Seth, Eric, or I don't know how that works. Anyways, <laughs> 
here we are. This is the deal. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys one more time. Swing by my Instagram at BikerB1 or my Facebook page at Biker, BikerB1. That's the same thing there. Or stop by the shop at Biker.com. One way or another, you guys are having a, a ball on the uh, comments with my my hair about me. Just I just took my hat off, man. Come on. I figured the messy look was good. It was going to be a good thing, but apparently everybody's just all excited about it. I'm going to tell you a funny story. The other day I was in a meeting at work and I, I'm because we're all working from home, we're allowed to like wear hats and be whatever. And I'm lazy. So I'm always wearing a hat and I took my hat off. And this guy that I've been like in meetings with for the last few months is like, oh, wow, you got a lot of hair. And I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, well, because guys that usually wear hats all the time are like bald or something. And I was like, nope, just lazy. So with that being said, the unlazy bring Eric on. What's up, dude? You had to bring up my uh, baldness, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that would have been like a, a, a an exact like description of how my life is if I would have done that whole thing and not been thinking about you being bald, because I do that stuff all the time. <laughs> what's what's how's it rocking over there, man? Oh man, it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, we made it through the Texas uh, ice storm, ice apocalypse. And, man, it's uh, been crazy yeah. for you guys this year, huh? Yes, yes. Everybody last year was like, "Man, 2020, screw that year, dude. I'm ready for 2021." And 2021 is like, "Hold my beer." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, so how how are things going back there? Like the uh, whole COVID thing, you guys are starting to get get back to back to business, or? Uh, well, I mean, our governor kind of technically opened opened it up, but most mm-hmm. of the businesses are still still keeping their mask orders in or mm-hmm. you know, in place so i mean i'm i i wear one everywhere yeah. um, but kids are in school for the most part i think oh, uh, wow. in owen's class it's like 75 percent of the class is my there. daughter goes back next week it's like <laughs> she's gonna be in school for like a month before she graduates yeah. Like, yeah. The point? <laughs> yeah. but is she excited I- though um, I don't know. I asked her about it a while ago, like a month or so ago. And she was like, honestly, I like this better. She's like, I can go to school in bed in my pajamas. She's like, I don't have to wake up until like 755 when class is at like eight, you know, and they didn't do class all day. Like they were out of school by like 1230. So she's like, I only have to go to school for a couple hours. And she's like, I still get to go see my friends, like, you know, or tight knit friends. They still hang out. So um, she's like, ah, it'll be fun to go back, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sure it's, it's a little more tough for like the younger kids. I feel yeah, like, totally. yeah, I know I'd be probably and as a parent too, like the younger ones, like they need to go to school and like burn off their energy over there or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Especially since all the parents are working too. Like, I'm, right. Right. I yeah. I mean, the, if you had like a stay at home parent you know that would be like not that big of a deal you'd be like oh okay we just be parents you know but when it's like a single parent or you know even when both parents are trying to work it's like the kids don't understand that that's for sure yeah, yeah. so that's crazy so um yeah i'm over it i'm ready i'm ready for this year things are starting to open up back up here and we're in that like weird stage where you like have to wear a mask to walk to your table, but then you sit down at your table and you take it off and sit there yeah. for 
the next two hours laughing and drinking, but <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like as soon as they put like water down on the table, like you're good to go. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting as far as like the, I'm curious though, or do you think that as soon as everything opens back up, that there's going to be like a boatload of used bikes on freaking pink bike and stuff? Oh, I, I, I actually kind of hope so because yeah. I, I mean, I was talking to Rich Semi Sandy earlier, uh, mm -hmm. and Scott. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a DJ, uh, but like most of the DJs are sold out. Uh -huh. um, I love Da Vinci, and I'd like to get their Sabbath dirt jumper, but I can't score one of those until 2022. Oh yeah. And the only ones that I found in stock right now are the Polygon ones uh -huh. uh, online, and then there's also um, what is it, Commensal? Oh yeah, I don't know how you say it. Is it Commensal or is it Commensal? I don't know. I say it wrong. I, yeah, it's like Thule. Can you say Thule or Thule or what is it? I don't know. I think it's Thule. I don't. I always say Thule because once I heard somebody say it that way, I was like, that sounds cool. I'm gonna use well, that. Well, <laughs> whichever way I say it, it's probably gonna be the other one. Yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, like they had their absolute. You can get in July, but uh, yeah, I guess Rich uh, has some. Um, Marin, I forget what the Marin one is mm -hmm. from him. So maybe I'll uh, try to work something out. Man, I would, I was, I, you know, when you're on, on lockdown, you, you I, for whatever reason, it's like, it's probably has nothing to do with lockdown. I just want to keep buying bikes, but I felt like being locked down made me want to buy bikes more. I don't, I don't know if that sounds right or not, but I one day went to the bike park and was like, I'm buying a dirt jumper. I went home, like spent like the next six hours, like looking at bikes and parts and all that stuff. And then like, I was like, dude, you go to the bike park like once a year, man, really? You're going to go spend another two grand on a bike that you're, I don't know. I, I like the idea. You can take to like a skate park or somewhere. Yeah. Or, and anywhere where there's like a pump track. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a dirt jumper. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever told anyone that story. So I, Joseph moved to Colorado. I bought his dirt jumper. It was, had a rigid fork. It didn't have a, a, like a circus or anything on the front. And I took it to a bike shop and I said, I want to put a front suspension on this. I'm getting older and I, I just want, I don't want to hard jarring hits every time I land. Right. Not, not it's not like I'm getting giant air anyway, but I just I just wanted it. And he's like, Oh, well, you're gonna have to switch the axle, you're gonna have to put, you know, you're gonna have to you, you know, to get a new wheel set basically. Right, right. I was like, Nope. <laughs> I've ridden this thing twice and I might ride it more, but I don't know if I'm willing to put another like three hundred dollars into it. Right. So I sold it to a guy. Uh-huh. Now he is selling it. And guess what he did? He put a fork on it. Uh -huh. So maybe part of me thinks I should just like suck it up and buy that, buy it back. But reach, yeah, reach out to him, man. It'd be like full circle, dude. You just paid for the upgrade. But if I can get a brand new dirt jumper, like completely clean. Yeah. Or not that much more. I don't know. How much is a dirt jumper? Because one time I was talking to um, Daily. And yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, you can get a dirt jumper for like 700 bucks. So like that day that yeah. I came home, I was like, oh, I'm looking for a $700 dirt jumper. I don't know if I got expensive taste or something, but I found everything that was like two grand. Uh, <laughs> you, can get, you can get really decent ones for $1,200 to, to $1,800. Really? Yeah. 
And then, and then if you go on pink bike, you'll see like really crazy ones for thousands of dollars. But yeah, I don't know. I, f- I kind of feel like you can get uh, what are they called? Haros. You can get like yeah. a Haro dirt jumper for pretty cheap for a couple hundred bucks. I think like 500 maybe. Yeah. Interesting. I should get one. What do you like yeah. about that compared to like, why can't you just ride like your mountain bike at a pump? Well, so like <clears throat> we'd gone a couple times and taken the kids to like the central Texas uh, BMX track uh, and Phoenix Rain's daughter was racing for a little bit or just like in their like BMX program and we I took my mountain bike once and I'm like mm, this is not it's not fun to ride I just feel like my suspension even if everything's locked out is just like soaking it up so mm-hmm. I, I took the dirt jumper when it was full rigid out there and it was fun I mean my yeah. shoulders were like wrecked afterwards but I feel mm-hmm. like I don't know. I never, I never grew really grew. I hadn't had a BMX since I was like 12 or something. So I never really grew up with that discipline, but I feel like that, that a lot of that knowledge transfers. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree, dude. I mean, I grew up riding BMX and I think it's part of like our generation. I don't know how popular it is nowadays, but like our generation was like, dude rad came out you know like if you saw rad you were riding bmx bike for the rest of your, you know like like there's no way you couldn't it was just very popular back then and um i i definitely would say that you know whenever i got into mountain biking a lot of that stuff crossed over for sure i think that's why i mean i even now i tell people i usually buy a large frame instead of an extra large and um people are always like, why do you do that? And I, and I just, I think it's because the, the BMX part of me, like I like that smaller frame. I feel like I can whip it around a little bit more and yeah. Yeah. Just um, feels good. Well, I just feel like, uh, you know, like TOFT just said like pump track is a great workout. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I thought, Oh, I ride bikes all the time. I'll just go around and, uh, you know, ride my dirt jumper around the pump track a couple of times, mm-hmm. see how it feels. And after, like, after doing that for a couple hours, just taking some laps, like oh, your shoulders, like, yeah, I feel like I feel like my traps are gonna start to like get real huge. Look like a like a weightlifter. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I hear you there. I um usually take my hardtail whenever I go, and the last time I went, I turned on my Strava just to like PR the whole thing, and. <laughs> And uh, honestly, just to see like how how far I rode, I ended up riding like seven miles. Dang. Yeah, but it was like just, I mean, you do a lap and let's just say the lap is like, I don't know, man. If it's like 300, if it's 100 yards around the outside of that pump track, I'd be surprised. And by the time you get done with one lap, you're like, okay, I'm taking a break for like a couple of minutes because you're like totally winded. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, this is... Like not something that you do like over and over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's like skateboarding. Like yeah. skateboarding is the same way. Like you, you go try something, maybe string two tricks together, then eat it, and then go sit and nurse yourself and wait for your friends to all go, and then you go again. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy how fast the time goes. Like, like I went down there. And I think the last time I was there, that day that I was like the, the whole dirt jumper thing, like I was probably there for two and a half hours and I did not feel like I was there that long, you know? And it was just like you said, though, by the time you're done, man, you're just like shoulders, even your abs. Like you get a lot of the core workout from trying to just pump through all the, all the course. It is definitely um, something else. It puts the hurting on you. 
I, I I always get frustrated though when I so like I'll go and I'll like eye up a line and I'll be like okay well I want to be able to clear that table or I want to be yeah. able to double that and then I'll just do it and it's kind of the like old like 90s skate video you know trying something and then not being able to do it and being like ah like I always <laughs> feel like that comes out when I, when I like I'll just try it over and over, and eventually I'll just be like, "All right, I'm I'm done. I'm moving on to something else." And then I'll go hit another section for a little. There bit. is this uh, tabletop like right out of the drop in of the the park that I go to, and I tried that whole time I was there. I was like just trying to clear this like jump of it, you know, or like I couldn't get it. It's like a step up or something. Now I'm remembering it. Yeah, I think it's like a step up. It's like a little step up to a tabletop, and I just over and over and over just cased it cased it cased it I, the whole time finally i did like what you said i guess it's not happening today you know yeah well there's this crazy jump line um we i mean it's called reveille uh reveille peak ranch um mm-hmm. people from around here know like there's like there's actually like four or five jump lines there even though mm-hmm. it's just like a regular ranch it's not lift it's not like an actual bike park bike park mm-hmm. but there's this one uh trail called el patron and mm-hmm. so it starts out and it's just like some rollers you can double them and then it starts getting into tables and as it goes on the tables get bigger then bigger mm-hmm. then bigger. oh it's like impressive y- yeah yeah and it's, yep, yep and so i'll cl- i'll clear the first three i'll be able to hit those and then mm-hmm. four bonk bonk i just like hit the knuckle of the jump case it every single time i get so mad and then i just have to like get away yeah. from it for a while because it doesn't matter how much i preload how much i yank like i just yeah, i feel like it's a speed thing for me like i'm just afraid to go that fast and i know if i hit it fast enough from my back in my bmx days like we used to hit big jumps all the time yeah and it was just like i don't know man the like the 40 the something year old robert is like a pussy you know he's like hit the brakes dude hit the brakes oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do that too. I do that all the time where like, I'll like roll up on something and then I'll just end up scrubbing it instead of trying to jump. And then, you know, it's, it's like, it's in my videos all the time. I'll be like, ah, I'll just make that noise. Cause I yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I feel like I get myself almost hurt or in precarious situations because of that, instead of just trusting my skill set, like my buddy moonlight, dude, he like, he, he trusts the shit out of himself, maybe more than he actually should, but he does, you know? And because of that, he just goes into things and he does them. And I'll be looking at it and I'm like, I know I can do this, but I cannot bring myself to like roll over the top of it. You know, it'll just be, I'll be stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like he also is like, he'll do anything you tell him to do. Yeah. Tell him he just comes up with it on his own, dude. Yeah. Well, we're talking about that the other day. Like, there are some people that don't like eyes on them when, while they're trying something new and that's rain. Yeah. And then me, I, if someone's like, Hey, eat that coyote poop. That would be really funny. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do it. Like, just, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can talk me into anything if they can convince me that it would be really amusing. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was like Marty McFly. You could just like, call me a chicken or something like that and i'll be like that's it i'm doing it <laughs> what is back to the future three is like what are you yellow yeah <laughs> such a good movie you know we were talking about that uh rad earlier and i'm like man 
that would be a fun one to be remade. But I feel like all the remakes are like they're doing like they're not doing these movies justice. Mm. I'm not happy about it. How about you? Uh it's I mean Justice Some League Snyder Cut was okay. I know that's not really a remake, which, but which one? The Justice League, the Snyder Cut that came out. Uh, you know what? I haven't watched a lot of those uh the the Marvel y comic book kind of movies. Oh well it's that's DC. Uh-oh. Whatever it is, dude. DC. Oh, man. I think I just, like, pooped on somebody's religion or something, right? Well, I believe <laughs> I watched a four-hour movie twice already. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a long one. I watched a couple of them when they first started coming out, but then all of a sudden, for somebody that wasn't, like, a big comic book person, it felt like like they like teased us with a couple, and everybody's like, yeah, these are good. Next thing you know, they were like, oh, bam! And you had, like, 70 of them. You know, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, well, I think also, I mean, Marvel seems to get it figured out, but I think with DC, they like, from what I've read, it seems like they think that there's like a formula to mm-hmm. releasing the movies, and mm-hmm. so they kind of constrict the directors to that, which is what happened. Uh, so, like school me here man is like what's the dc and what's the marvel i don't know who's who like it's like one of them's like superman one of them's like yeah. the avengers or something which one's which yeah dc dc is uh batman superman the flash wonder woman green Lantern, okay everybody like the wonder them. league or whatever they called it when that wasn't there a cartoon yes. like that when we were a kid justice league that was it yeah yeah and then yeah. marvel is like all the x-men all the avengers spider-man uh, literally everything else Everything That's else. That's the four, which I think they're going to make for the fourth time, and hopefully this time it won't flop. Dude, you know which one I saw that I wanted to be so freaking good, but it ended up kind of flopping to me? Was that one that they did where it was like a re a reboot, and it was like Superman, except for Superman was bad? Did you watch that one? He was Brightburn. like an evil kid. Brightburn, it was awesome. Which did one? I, saw, I, I felt like... I felt like it was one of those ones that I, I enjoyed, but I felt like I could rewrite it a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, it was, they had some, it had some pretty ridiculous moments where you're like, Oh snap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. It was definitely like a good twist. Like I liked that. And, um, for ones that were redone, there was one where they rebooted, uh, like star Wars or star Trek. And, Mm. uh, they like took a whole different route and I was like, this is, this is what they need to do. Like, you're going to do it again, do it like this, where it's like a difference. Like they could take star Wars. Right. And instead of like Luke freaking, you know, fighting his dad, like, he's like, you know what? You're right. I am going to be on the dark side. And they just wreck shop. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That would yeah, be I, that's like, that's like my, uh, that's my religion. If I, if I ever have one, it's always star, star Wars. Wars. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I, you know, there's like a big difference between like Star Wars people and Star Trek people, right? But yeah, what, what do you think it is? I don't, I think the Star Trek people are more like gadgety kind of people, and the Star Wars people are more like fantasy kind of people. Yeah. Yep. You know, they're more like, Star- like, they're more like spiritualist. Yeah. Star Trek people are more of like, like you have the, you know, like all these cool gadgets and, you know, you get to beam them up and you got these laser yeah. guns and the communicator or the like, yeah. you know, 
the what was it the holodeck and stuff like you know what i mean i feel like you know you had kind of a more of a focus on those kind of things whereas like star wars is like dude like this different planet this different galaxy this like i don't know if i had to choose one there's no doubt in my mind it's star wars 100 percent star wars yeah i'm in pretty deep though i mean i i'm still really excited to figure out who they're gonna get to play a live action general throng yeah what's where is it where is that going from now so it's just going to be a bunch of tv shows so the i think i don't know if mandalorian is i think it's continuing and then they're going to have like if it doesn't continue i'm going to murder somebody i'm like all in on that show there are there are going to be like something like 12 different star wars shows on disney plus over the next couple years oh i'm in you know how i said i didn't know how to handle the freaking the dc marvel thing blowing up on the movies like i'm all in on the on the star wars stuff though i mean even their animated shows like clone wars and rebels Rebels is really good i i i i love star wars so like i think not last not the last release of the the last star wars movie but i think the one before i like watched all of them over again and when I was watching number one, episode one, I was like, man, I remember when this came out, I thought the CGI was sick. And now it just looks horrible. What, Phantom Menace? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Afraid, and to go back. I'm afraid to go back and watch one through three. It, it is hard to watch. But while I was watching it and being a person that does editing and stuff like that now, I was like, dude, they could... They could a hundred percent. I know they're going to do it like 25 an- year anniversary, just redo all the animation. And cause they still have, it's all the same, like green. A lot of that movie is like green screen shot, you know? Yeah. yeah. So all they have to do is all the CGI work again. And that movie will like completely change. I mean, shit, they're already deep faking, you know, like Mark Hamill, young yeah. Mark Hamill into Mandalorian or like, you know, princess Leia into, uh, what was it Rogue One? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That or was whatever. The, the, the guy. Um. I forget his name. He was like a general. He was like a real. Yeah. Yeah. He passed uh, away. The guy with the pointy nose, but he's been dead for like twenty years, and he was still yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. I was thinking. I don't know why I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this while I was writing the other day, and I was like, they've done that so well, where they could almost like do all the characters in the movie, and you you wouldn't barely know. You know what I mean? Like until they, you're like, oh well, wait a minute, those guys are dead. Like you know, like I mean, Leia looked a little weird, but Mark Hamill in Mandalorian looked a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, there's something. Gonna... It's almost like there's something about it that's like too smooth. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they don't have it. Like... Kind of like plastic surgery on a person. Yeah, like, yeah, like it doesn't I, look not exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. That that makes sense. Here we are on a mountain bike podcast talking about Star know, Wars. Right? I'm gonna say one more thing. What was your favorite? What was your favorite one out of all the Star Wars movies with, so far? Frick, uh, it's gotta be. I don't know. It's a tie between Empire Strikes Back and Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One is the best encapsulated Star yeah. Wars for sure. I I, I definitely. I, let's see. How about you guys in the comments? Go ahead and throw us throw up what you guys your favorite was. And uh, I'm I'm in on Rogue One. I I remember like. When I first watched it, I was like, this just is such a great story. I love the fact that, like, the way it ended. I mean, they had, like, yeah. spoiler alert, they all die. You know? I know, <laughs> I know. That's totally unlike anything they've ever done. And also, like, I'm, I, Ben Mendelsohn is, like, one of my favorite actors. Yeah. So he was, like, a great villain in that. Yeah, no, that was, that was super good. Definitely. Um, 
Definitely good. But yeah. obviously, wait, which direction do I have to lean? Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. Those things are cool. What is that? That's the ATAT, right? Yeah, ATAT Walker, and there's a bunch of other. Yeah. Good. Those things are awesome, man. Is that like a is that a a Lego one or is that like a a yeah. real a real one? Yep. yep. It took like a month. Like, well, obviously, I'm working with a nine year old to put it together. Right. It it. I mean, we spent like a month putting it together, pretty much. I loved Legos when I was growing up. I was like, man, I can't wait to have a son so I can play Legos with him. And my son, all, all the Legos I ever bought him would like get put together by me. And he would just be like watching me while he's like playing some game on his DS and like totally not <laughs> intrigued at all. He'd be like playing Legos on, on freaking his DS, but not yeah. putting it together. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember getting Lego sets for Owen and being like, helping him put it, put him together and getting really stoked. And then he wants to just like trash it, take it all apart. And I'm like, no, you have to keep <laughs> that together. And, I mean, how, how are you going to tell a five-year-old or a six-year-old that that's yeah, right. So now I just buy them for myself. This is, my daughter was telling me yesterday that I'm a dork because I play with Legos. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm cool. I got a YouTube channel. She's like, no, dad, you have Legos. Like, seriously, yeah. you're, you're, you're a geek. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really. I, I mean, aside from him, I don't really put together the Legos on my own. I, I got on this kick whenever. Um, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. No, go ahead. I, I changed jobs, and it was like I wanted like uh, some stuff for on my desk because I started working at this this software engineering company, you know, and they're all, they're all like got cool stuff all over their cubicles and stuff like that. Like, so I was like, man, I need some cool stuff too, you know. So I like went through this phase where I was buying all these like little miniature Lego sets. And I was like, Ooh, these are fun. I'll put a little like X wing together, but it only takes like 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> like yeah. little like stuff like that. Those were fun, but I'd, I'd love to build like the millennium Falcon. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Well, you know, those, you know, blind boxes, blind box. What's They're that? Like, it's like, you can buy them at like a comic book store or wherever. And it's just like, a Oh, you don't know what it is. Like this. Yeah. You have a, you know, uh, four out of six are like really normal. You, you, it's just like random. And then there's a chance for getting two special ones and they'll do series of different ones. And mm -hmm. I, I bought at one point I got almost all of, there were like X-Men ones and I got mm -hmm. like, I got them, I had them lined up on my monitor at work. And then yeah. I had to like go on eBay to buy the last two. Cause I wasn't about, to, I mean, I'm not going to just keep on dumping like eight bucks a pop for these little, like try to find them. keep getting the same ones. Right. <laughs> that's i wonder if their like marketing department is like actually marketing us now or they're marketing kids you know what i mean I, I, both yeah there's some place that i read about it's in like uh i want to say it's in like norway or something like that that there was this like container ship that like wrecked and it was like full of legos and this like beach is like there's like Legos mixed in the sand. Like you can um, go out there and just pick Legos up all the time. Cause there's like a billion Legos out in the reef, like right out in front. Look awesome. it up sometime. There's yeah. you on, on, on Google. I don't know where I ran into it. I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many Legos are in the Suez canal right now in shipping containers? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Along with half of half of the world's bikes, probably. Right. That's what, that's where it all is. So Man, so 2022 is seems like the only way we're going to get new bikes. Man. I mean, I'm lucky. I love my bike. I, it's awesome. Yeah. 
I, I treat it like shit, but it's still like incredible. Like I yeah. a long travel 29er that climbs like a monster. It's like everything I could have hoped for. Uh, what are you riding now? Are you still? Yep. On the Da Vinci Spartan. Ah, right on. I was going to say the high tower. I remember you're on, I forgot you changed bikes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was on, I was on the, I I still have it actually. It's my backup bike. um, Right on. Which means I have a backup bike, dude. Yeah. But I've had that for like over a year and a half and I haven't sat on it once. I think you need a backup bike. That's really different from the bike that you have. That's the problem. So like I have the hardtail and then I have the Bronson, Mm -hmm. you know, so the chameleon is a hardtail and, uh, that's really fun. And it's like, whenever I want to like make something harder, you know, I'll take that, you know, or if I know it's going to be like, this is all a pretty flowy place. I don't really need that. You know, I'll take that. So I definitely find myself like switch hitting with that thing a lot. Yeah. Well, I thought but about I keep... a 27 five. Uh huh. Cause I, I, I've never even had one actually. Uh, I've always it? had 29ers, but it would be fun to have a 27 five, something that's like really, you know, nimble. yeah, nimble and flickable, like get like a, a, maybe even get like a medium size or something. Yeah. You can just like, I don't know, or just get a dirt jumper like I always said earlier. Right. Well, there you go, man. Why don't you just sell the high tower right now? You can, or you can get some bank for that thing, dude. Like the COVID pricing on the used market is doing good. Yeah. I mean, it's old. It's a 2016. I don't even know. Dude. I had a 2017 Bronson that I sold this year. I sold it for 3,800 bucks, dude. I bought it for five grand, like three oh years God. before that, dude. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, it was a CC and carbon wheels and stuff like that, but I mean, yeah. it's still, dude. I had you. I mean, I was on the channel for three years, dude. I rode the shit out of that bike. It's not like it wasn't, you know, yeah, scratched up or whatever. But I remember when we were looking for a new bike for Rain, and she like had her Yeti. It's like an SB four or five or whatever. And we threw it up to see. And then we, we went for a ride and some guy was like, Oh, I'll come out and I want to take a look at it. And mm-hmm. he's like, hands us an envelope of cash. He's like, I'll take it. And we're like, Oh, okay. Uh, like no negotiation, no yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's You're... a, it's a crazy market. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting rid of my 29er or my, my hardtail and getting a short travel 29er. Like I've I've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And, uh, I'm a, it's like every, every time I think about putting the picture, like put, I mean, I know as soon as I post that thing, it's going to go, Yeah, you you know what I mean? And, and it's like, I just can't bring myself to make the post because I'm afraid of what you just said, you know? Yeah, that it'll just be gone suddenly. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm really doing this. So I, I have to feel like I'm I'm definitely ready to get rid of the hardtail. It's just like the chameleon. I, yeah. Would you get a a non Santa Cruz bike, or would you get stick with Santa Cruz? Um, there's a couple of bikes I've been thinking about. So, first is obviously the Santa Cruz Tallboy. Yeah, that that's one. I've been thinking about the Revel. They have a shorter travel 29er. And I've been thinking about what was the other one? What did Semi Sendy just get? He did a video on it. He's in the chat. I'll wait for him to throw it up there. He did a video. Maybe his was the Revel. Maybe he's the one that got me looking at the Revel. Oh, Somebody, here he's going. He's going. Get a short travel 29. You won't regret it. He's going to tell us. 
Yeah, he's gonna tell what about us. Like okay. a Ripley? Huh? What about like a Ripley? Ripley is that the oh the Ibis? Ibis Ripley, yeah. My buddy, um, uh, Richard from Sticker, he right, he had one. He's been trying to talk me into one too, and I, I don't know, man. There's, I, I haven't liked the the Ibises that I've ridden, and it could be, I I haven't given one like a like a full on like hey this is a demo day kind of thing it's like get on one of your friend's bikes and maybe the seat's not set right or the brakes aren't the ones that you like and so it's like i walk away with these like shitty reasons why i didn't like it you know what i mean yeah oh rich said rebel rebel ranger yeah yeah okay that's what i thought he was the one that got me thinking about the rebel because i didn't know that they had a short travel and um I, their bikes are pretty mm -hmm. like every time I feel like them and YT, like you look at the pictures and they look like, oh yeah, that's that's a nice bike. But when you see them in person, both of those companies are like, man, that thing looks sharp in person. Yeah. Yeah. So there was another one though. Oh, I know. The Dennis bike. I was really thinking about that, that um, Yeti because they have it in white and which, I don't know. What, which one? SB... The like the the shortest travel one that they just came out. It's like a one fifteen or a one hundred or something like that. One fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I think that would be pretty fun too. Yeah. Well, I, it's funny. I said uh, we were talking about Star Wars earlier. I think it. I think it's the Ripmo, the Ibis Ripmo has mm -hmm. a color that is. Uh, it's like Death Star Gray or something. Oh, so they just got you on the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Even though it's gray, it's not, there's no, it's not like they right. color match the palette from. Yeah, but... <laughs> they got blessed by like Mark Hamill, you know, they're like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a copyright Lucas, Lucas films. Right. Right. Yeah. That would be, that would, that would, you're in then, dude. Guess you're getting an Ibis. There it is. Star Destroyer Gray Ritmo. There you go. Star Destroyer. That just sounds what a great what a great way to name it. Right? I feel like you'd have to get stickered or some company like that to do some like yeah. decals to like make it look like the Death Star or something. I don't yeah. know. Like some kind of Star Wars theme to it. One of my there... friends did a a paint job on a bike. And he, he made it like Stormtrooper, where it was yeah, all yeah. bike frame all white. I think uh -huh. I forget what bike it was though. And then I think it was evil. It was yeah. evil. And then I had he, a, go ahead. And and then I think he did some like red, like remember like the the in um Force Awakens. The, yeah, yeah, had, like blood cut. across the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was all black and white, and then I think he had a little piece of red in there. That would be sweet. Uh, that would be nice. I did a black and white bike build once, and I even had like a remember they had like these like like two and a half inch like lego guys that were like actually like a flashlight mm -hmm. and i had one of those like on the head tube and like took the keychain part and it was it was like a little stormtrooper and then the bike was black and white too and that was kind of fun i liked that bike that was fun but i built a white bike once and i really liked it a lot like i just liked looking at it and when i saw that yeti i was like oh man but now you got me thinking i could do it like rt do too dude oh yeah I, I love the blue the ladies oh, always tell me because i'm always Chrome, a chrome color. Yeah, you could do that too. Chrome, white, and blue. 
Oh yeah, because they can do those chrome stickers now too. So you yeah. can get like, yeah. oh yeah, that'd be sick. I'd definitely be getting. So somebody's saying uh, they were after. Let's see here. Straight line MTV says I was after a 115 as well, but the geo puts me off a bit. It's a little short compared to the current competition right now. I haven't. This is one of those things where I haven't sat on the bike. I haven't even read the geometry of the bike. I just looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, I want that. Yeah. Like, I felt that way about an FJ Cruiser for a long time. And then I went to the lot and sat in it. And, like, in 10 seconds, I was like, I don't like this thing. <laughs> but right now, <laughs> right I now, feel like you're, you're like me, though. Like, you'll pick a bike exclusively because of the color. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Dude. Like, there's no, like, like, I see like Alan's new bike. It's so sick. That Ninja Turtle, it's like green with like pink. It's a Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. He's got the, uh, no, not the Bronson. It's the other one. The Nomad. He's got the Nomad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I think that, it's that bike is sick looking. Yeah. They've had a few good, really good colors over the years. And I think the Nomad, there was one that was like a really light kind of teal color with like pink letters. Mm -hmm. I, that thing was sharp, man. Every time I saw it, I was like, dude, that thing is sick. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I like the ones I like when a bike is like chrome colored. Uh-huh. Or if it's like a murdered out black, like no gloss, just flat. Yeah. Just everything black, just totally blacked out. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. I like the bling, man. Lately, uh I've been on this like bright, I don't know, like I'm reliving the 80s or something like that. Like all the like super loud, obnoxious gloves from hand up, uh, I keep buying. And I don't know if you've seen my bike right now. I have like pink decals on them. So it's like the primer gray bike with pink decals. The thing is like all the, all the ladies like it. <laughs> <laughs> I get all kinds of cracks about when then I'm like, you know, I'm Mr. Matchy Matchy. So it's like, I bought that crashing dad shirt. That's pink just so I could wear it while I ride my pink bike. So my pink socks and my pink gloves. I'm like a breast cancer awareness ad just rolling down through the woods, man. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I there's there's a couple bikes that I see that I'm like, ooh, I would I would like to, like, I don't know anything about geometry. All I know is when I sit on a bike, if it feels right. But yeah. even when I'm sitting on bikes, there's a couple that I would be like, ooh, like Polygon has, I think it's Polygon. They have like this weird like. Um, their down tube has like a horizontal where it changes colors. And I think salsa kind of does something similar too. Oh, and that okay. looks really cool to me where like partway down the down tube, it just changes to another color. Oh, wow. Dude, you know what? Do me a favor and rant for a second. I want to look something up real quick. You got, you got, how about you tell me about um, what it is that you love about your, your bike that you're riding right now. Oh, the thing uh, first, I, so I'm awful at bikes, but I uh, had a VPP on my Santa Cruz, which is a Dave Weagle linkage, which I don't even really know what that. I just know that there was a guy named Dave Weagle, and he designed a bunch of uh, suspension systems, and everybody loves them. But on the Da Vinci Spartan, it's called a split pivot, and it is like a little triangle on the, on the seat stay, and it is also patented by him. And the suspension system is amazing because it is 170, and it, or no, 165 in the rear. And the thing is super squishy when I'm going downhill. But when I'm climbing, I don't, I don't feel like I'm pedaling 
and the bike is flexing into the ground. And that's, that's what I love about it. It does feel weird. It feels like I'm sitting up really high on the bike. Uh-huh. Um, but, I, but I don't feel like I never feel uncomfortable. Like I never feel like I'm going to topple and I can track. I, I, I've never been able to track stand, but on that bike, for some reason, I think it's just because it has a long wheelbase. I can, I can uh-huh. just sit there and freeze and twist my front. Right. But you couldn't do that before, huh? Oh, definitely not on Santa Cruz. Really? Not on the high tower. I couldn't do it. What made you want to get rid of the high tower? Uh, I just wanted a new bike. I had had a, I had that bike for three, almost four years. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a person that can just like try a bunch of bikes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. You can't just like walk into the shop and yeah. be like, all right, I'm going to meet someone and he's like, oh, you're going to like, you know, it was the guy who had been working actually, uh, yeah. he sold Dimensi and he had been working on my Santa Cruz and he had helped me like replace a bunch of stuff on it. And he's like, you know what? Why don't you just buy DaVinci? Why don't you just yeah. get it? I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And I was like, okay. And then I got it. And I, w- I had a race the weekend that I picked it up and uh-huh. I was going to ride the Santa Cruz in the race. Cause I was like, I don't want to ride a brand new bike for the race. And I loved it that much for that first ride that I was like, the next day was the race. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And rode it. Yeah. I know it's, I, it's it's definitely the best bike I've ever ridden for sure. That's awesome, dude. That, it's good whenever you find something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? when it just like clicks for you, oh, dude. That's how I feel about my new Bronson. I don't. I mean, and I, I'm sure everybody takes it with a grain of salt because, like, I'm a fanboy or whatever. But I freaking love this bike. Like, if this bike had some other company's name on it, I would love it still. Like, I just feel like they they nailed it. They nailed it on that. So check this out. This is, I didn't even know this, but Ducati, I got to see what I'm doing here. Oh, Ducati makes an e-bike, right? But look at the paint on it. The way that they did the paint, like how you were saying, like they go from one color over the battery into it. And um, it just looks so good compared to the way other e-bike. I just thought like the paint design on it to make it not look so like cringy. Like yeah. with uh, the way up, most up here, there we go. That's actually a picture. It looks pretty slack too. Yeah, no. I first of all, since when did Ducati start making e-bikes? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't look at the specs or anything. So anybody that looks this up, like Ducati e-bike, it it could be a horrible build. It could be a great build. I don't know anything about it. I, mean, I just Chima, right? Yeah, I just saw it the other day and was like. I, I, the paint job's just sick and it you know it makes sense to me because they make really pretty motorcycles so but yeah who knew that they did uh oh. e-bikes so that's interesting right yeah you mentioned that other paint scheme a second ago and i was like oh my god i gotta show you this you gotta see this that's wild i didn't what car companies made it made an e-bike recently it's not in ducati it was like an e-bike like 80s or somebody like that I don't know. Really? I remember seeing it and, and people were talking about it and they're like, oh, I bet it's a piece of shit. Because it's yeah, just right. it's not it's not really a mountain bike. It's just right. Porsche. That's who it was. Porsche. Porsche did. Oh, Porsche. Oh, I think I did see that, dude. I totally think I did see that. Let's see. Oh, now I got the tab. I had the tab shared. Let's go ahead. We'll go add it back to the screen. <laughs> Here we are now. We're now we're this kind of podcast where we're talking about stuff that people are listening 
You're going to type P-O-R and something else is going to go. Let's see. Porch mountain bike. <laughs> Images. Oh, here it is. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What is that? Where did it go? There it is. Well, bam. That's that's sharp. Yeah, I just can't wait for whatever they got to do to make the battery not make the down tube look like so ridiculous. Yeah. Why did it not go to the other? It's not showing the other page I was on. Oh, because it popped up a new window. That's why. Okay, hang on. Here, let's go back over there. Let's stick it in that window. There we go. There. Like that. It's still not showing it. Why is it not showing it on there? What am I doing here? Maybe it's like, I need to add something else again. Here, let's try this again. Sure. A video. It had a really good point. He's like, here's when you know bike prices are way overinflated when auto, auto manufacturers get into the game. Right? They're oh, like... Hey. I'm in. <laughs> Let's sell this bike for half the price of one of our cars. Here we go. Is it up now? Is it yeah, finally yeah. Up? There it goes. Okay. Yeah. That that thing's sharp too. But like I was saying. That's what, what is I'm that wondering. stripe? That's not like a, a watermark on the picture, is it? No, it's like the way it's painted across the frame oh. there. And then there's like, there are some like light kind of shining on the wheels. Oh, yeah. But I think the frame's painted that way. They're kind of like yeah, these like yellow lines you see across it. And the rear triangle, right? Say that one more time. It goes across like the the yeah. CPU and the rear triangle. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if I'm like, I'm not really in love with that, to tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think the Ducati one was prettier. Yeah. If I had to choose one just on looks, I would definitely get the Ducati. Oh, I actually do want an e-bike, honestly. Oh yeah, dude. I, I I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't want one. Honestly, I I am not like the uh, get off my wave kind of kind of mountain biker, you know. Like I um even with like like hikers on the trails, like I don't care. You know, some people get all like irritated about. It. I'm like, dude, whatever. Is that a thing? I don't see that here too much. Yeah, the e bike thing. People aren't like anti e bike. Well, like, yeah, like there's not like a you're driving a motorcycle motorized vehicle on my trail. Like I don't really I don't really see that part of it. Yeah, I think Californians like I don't know what it is. They just want to hate everybody or something. <laughs> like, like you go somewhere like I don't know. It's just whatever whatever reason and out here it makes even more sense than it does where you live it's like yeah. dude we got these huge freaking climbs like why mm-hmm. would you want to do like 40 miles in an hour or two hours instead of yeah. doing like 10 out miles in like one hour it's not yeah the, i'll tell you right now two things that i've i've learned along the way here whenever i rode one there is absolutely no way that i would replace my my analog bike with only an e-bike like it's a totally different kind of ride it's um it's fun in a different kind of way at least for me it wasn't like i could totally see where it being like how my hardtail is like this kind of ride i'm gonna take that bike this kind of ride, i'm gonna take that bike mm-hmm. the other thing is the whole like i pedal for fitness and i'm not gonna get fitness out of it uh go rent one and ride freaking 30 miles and you'll see you're freaking dusted too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I, I knew that like it wasn't going to kind of like fade off into the sunset when I started seeing like enduro categories, like race categories for e-bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And now that that's happening, like I don't, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's going to, you know, I, what I, am I, go ahead. No, you go. The guy that does my tattoos, he does, he has a road bike, an e-road bike. And apparently you can like, pop the battery out and it's a regular analog bike mm -hmm. or you pop and then you like just put like a clean like a there's like a clear plate that goes in it's like all the drive engine and the battery is like all one piece huh and then so you can have an analog or an e-bike it's like it's up to you how you want to ride it interesting. and i was like whoa that is sick like imagine mountain bike that way like that would be awesome like you could have the 30 pound enduro bike that you pedal and then the days that you want to ride the e-bike, you like slam the battery in and boom. This reminds me, <laughs> of, you know, do you know who Brendan Schaub is? And the name sounds familiar. He's like an MMA guy. He's also, well, he was, and now he's like a comedian. Okay. not really big into mountain biking. And he oh, that's the Thick Boy Club guy. Yeah, Thick Boy. Thick Boy Mountain Bike. <clears throat> right he, on. I think he, he has an e-bike that he rides around in like, around LA somewhere. Oh, right on. Yeah, I was going to get him on the show actually. Really? Yeah, um what is uh Richard uh Stickard has like a connection with him. I think he did stickers for him or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I could reach out to him." Uh, at the time I was like I I I had a bunch of other stuff going on. I need to reach yeah. back out to make that connection happen. That, that would be a fun one. I mean, I ha I have a I have a Thick Boy Mountain Bike Club shirt. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm super big into comedy too. So I used to listen to like Fighter and the Kid. There, yeah, his podcast. Yeah, oh, that'd be really cool. I'd, I'm, I'm really into that. Yeah, I like that one. What's that one? Uh, oh God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now on it. It's like the dude that has like the mullet, and then the other guy is like a yeah. fighter. Yeah, what's that? What's that podcast? I forget what his is called. Oh, it's so funny though. I listened the whole way to freaking um um Sedona one year. It's like a twelve hour trip, dude. I think we listened well, to it. Who's on that with him? Do you know do you know who <clears> that <throat> is? I think the other guy's a fighter, I wanna say. Huh. Cause I for some reason I feel I felt like there was like a a uh like a or maybe that's how they got started. They were like guests on somebody else's podcast that was a fighter. And yeah. everybody always liked it, and then they they started doing their own. Who is well, that? I mean, there's Joe a Rogan started that. Joe Rogan started that whole like transition from MMA into comedy. Yeah, yeah. Rogan's freaking awesome. That's definitely good. I've I've had a few people tell me I'm the Rogan of mountain bike podcast. Yeah. I'm like, that's quite the compliment, man. Yeah. <laughs> he is the first big podcaster, actually. Dude, he's definitely freaking killing it, right? Like that deal that he signed with with uh, Spotify, yeah, that was like a no joke yeah. situation there, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, he, he, and he's been doing it for a long time. But yeah, I mean, if, you, if you listen to him sometimes talk about it, I mean, he did it for a long time on like uh, everybody thought he was crazy. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, dude, he lives here now. He lives in Austin. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He did yeah. move. Oh, so he he and um, do you know who Tim Kennedy is? That sounds familiar. He's too. also an MMA guy, and now he's like real. Yeah. He's like really big into the tactical shit, and they have a gun range at the ranch where at Reveille Peak, 
And oh, so okay. Joe Rogan and Tim Kennedy go out there and shoot. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's real. It's real crazy. That place is going to blow up. I'm. I like. I. I feel like it's like one of Texas's best kept secrets. Like uh -huh. I, I. And like there, there's the. I was talking about those jump lines earlier. They they made a jump line that is like a, a big step up to a whale tail that's like literally twelve feet up in the air, like some rampage style shit. Yeah. And then oh, they wow. put a boat. They buried the boat partially in the dirt and made this like big rocket launcher, like wooden thing off of it. Mm -hmm. So you ride off the top of the boat. Like they plated it in with wood, but they left the cockpit open. Mm -hmm. It's weird, but it's, it's wild. You ride down the trail, ride off this boat and launch out like 20 feet onto like a landing. Oh, wow. So it's so crazy. That place is so cool. Zach Turner helped me out here for those of you guys listening and that care. It's called King and the Sting. Is that oh, yeah, yeah. who's who's the other person though? I don't know. Somebody yeah. tell us who the other guy is. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, what's his name? Steve Y turned me on to that and we listened to it like the whole road trip down oh, it the is. Schwab and Theo Vaughn. Yeah, okay. I knew I recognized that name. <laughs> we had Joe Coy on recently. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, that one was pretty funny. They have this skit on there that was like uh flaunt your aunt is what they call it. Like, so you like send pictures of your aunt or somebody in your family in, and then they like basically like just get dirty with it. And it, it's just it's hilarious. It's just so funny. Well, they call they call Theo they call him the rat king for some reason because he's just Yeah, like, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's um that's funny. It, I don't know. It, when my friend told me about it, he's like, oh, yeah, it's a fighter guy and this comedian. And I was like, as soon as you say, like, fighter to me, I'm like, whatever, kind of roll my eyes. And then um, then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, I'm so in right now. This is, like, hilarious. I listen to Two Bears, One Cave all the time. I don't know if yeah. you've that. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. So funny. Yeah. It's Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Oh, God. I, oh, that would have to be fucking... Yeah, that would be really funny. Because I'm definitely a Kreischer fan, and... I've seen Segura and him together a few times. Did you watch that Burt Kreischer thing where he's like, tries to go away on a retreat? Oh yeah. Oh, good. Cabin? oh yeah, dude. Was I was crying. So that funny. was so funny. But you know what stinks before COVID happened? Do you know, do you watch the episode with Miss Pat? Yes. I mean, I watched all of them. Fucking hilarious. She's so funny. Yeah. I came here and I didn't go, I didn't get tickets to see her. Oh, man. So oh no actually it probably got canceled because we we got tickets to um oh what's the redheaded comic book nerd uh, i'm not good with names Pat oswald uh i forget his name but we we got tickets to see him instead but we I'm, I'm super big in all the like comedy podcasts like uh rain and i bought tickets and went and met christina p oh uh, yeah his wife like did the meet and paid for the, like the meet and greet and everything. It was super cool. I would love to meet freaking Kreischer. I, I would love to like oh, sit down I, 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 a beer with him, dude. It would be so fun. He's a, I bet he's a shit show. I bet oh, be I'm sure. fun, it's like one of those like freaking like trains that train wrecks that you just don't even care. You're like, I'm getting on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the podcast that he's doing with Tom, they just got like, I, I don't know who it is. It's not, Corona seltzer, but it's like one of like the the big beer companies, and so they they just sit there and drink these like seltzer waters or seltzer beers mm -hmm. the whole time, or they'll sit there and they get liquid death, and he'll just sit there and pound the liquid death. 
put it down, pick up another one. It's like, it's, he's just ridiculous. He's over the top. And then he yeah. says something and then he goes, Oh, I shouldn't have said that, but they don't edit it out. They just leave it in. <laughs> so funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy's freaking riot. Oh, somebody says Bill Burr too. Yeah. He's a good one. Oh yeah. 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 I guess, I guess if you're a fan of the biker, then you're probably a fan of all these guys too. Cause they got that same yeah. kind of like, yeah. A little bit over the top, a little bit yeah. edgy. Well, I've, seen, I've seen both of them live. Like we went to Tom Segura's like Netflix taping was here. Oh yeah, and 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 he just moved here too. Oh wow! And then yeah. I see Bert the year before. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He did this one. Oh man, this skit he does about uh, have you, uh, the machine. No, no, that one's good. I was gonna say Bill Burr. He does this skit about beating a woman. Have you ever heard that one? Mm -mm. He's like, like it's like, yeah, it's never like right to to hit a woman, but and then he's like giving all this like backstory about like all this stuff that his like lady did to him, and it's like it's like innuendo, but it's so freaking funny, you know. And it's like in today's climate of you know Me Too and everything to it's definitely like extremely edgy and I'm sure it probably triggers a bunch of freaking people, but the skit is hilarious. Yeah. I used to listen to his podcast, the Monday morning podcast or whatever it's called, but I, he talks about football too much. I don't know anything about football. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything. I, I mean, I mean, I did, uh, I did a fantasy one year cause I wanted to like get more into football and it worked for like that year, but then like I couldn't like, keep the faith like through the off season. So it was like the next year I signed up for the fantasy again, but then I like half ass kind of did it. And now I like, I'm still signing up because I feel like I can't stop, but I like pick my team like 10 seconds before, you know, I need to like zero effort at all. I've never, I mean, other than watching the league, I've never really done anything with drafts. I tell you, if you do fantasy football, it actually makes it fun. Because huh. all of a sudden, then you don't like you, you watch it in a different way, and any game almost you have like one or two players that are playing it, so you can like you have a stake in the game almost all the time, instead of just like rooting for your team. You yeah, know? yeah. So I don't know. It's super fun. It's super fun to do, and I can totally understand how people get into it. It's just it's also a time suck. You know, it's one of those things. Oh, sure. You know how it is. setting your lineup, right? Yeah. On Saturday? Or, or whatever. I think you have to do it on like Wednesday. Cause, well, because they have Thursday night games. So oh, yeah. you have to have it set up by Thursday. Otherwise, um, like one of your yeah. teams could play or something like that. And then you wouldn't have be able to have wow. that guy. I mean, I would probably just end up having like a whole bunch of players that are injured, not making me any points. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can, you can, Yeah. We're gonna get into it. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, don't take me down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, um, I just bought some new tires. Oh yeah, I got a aggressor on the back. Mm, lots of people are. I'm not sure how I feel about it, man. What's the I other was thing? Getting a recon too. People are starting. Huh? To, people are starting to get hyped on the the recon, right? Oh yeah, dude, those are good. I have those on my front and back on my um my my uh hardtail i really like that tire i really do um what i was running before was the 
Asagai up front and then the Minion SS on the back. And that thing is awesome. But right now it's kind of getting a little, it's wet around here. So it's like, it's good when it's dry, but it's not so good in the, in the mucky because it's yeah. got barely any tread on it. But that, I was really digging that tire setup, but I don't know, man. Something about, I have the Asagai and the Aggressor on right now. And, and I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the tires or I broke one of my, my rims and I was waiting for it to get fixed. So on my Bronson, I was running two fives, but while my rim was getting fixed, I put my 2.8 rims on my Bronson. Mm -hmm. So now I'm back to running two fives again because my rim came back. And so I'm like, is it the tires that I don't like? Or is it that I'm not like, I have to get re get used to the smaller wheel again. Yeah. Cause there's like freaking Uber grip on a 2.8, even when yeah. you're, cause I had like 2.8, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a plus tire though, you know? So it's like, I have that recon on there. It's like a short tire, but it's got so much more like contact space mm -hmm. that it's just grip for days. And I think that might be what I'm feeling. Like I have to get re like attributed to the two five. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm still DH. I, it's funny. I used to be all about the magic Marys. Like I used to love Schwabby. Yeah. The magic Marys and people, other, other people that like Schwabby who do the Hans Dom for whatever. I had some Nobby Nicks from them. Oh yeah. And yeah. yeah. But I, and I love them on my Santa Cruz. They're so grippy. I feel like I corner mm -hmm. really well in them. But when I got my new bike, it came with a DHF and DHR too. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'll just stick with that. I mean, that's what I've literally like most, I'd say at least 60% of people that have like longer travel enduro yeah. on bikes use. Yeah. I was actually considering buying that set again. Well, I, I'm going to, I need to give these tires a little bit more time because mm -hmm. I know part of that is like the wheels feel thin to me, you know, and, but I also feel like how fast they roll. And that's why I was running two fives before because they like, they take off. I mean, you're, you still have good grip, but like, you're going to get a little less traction, but you're going to be like moving like a bat out of hell, you know? Yeah. So I think I just got to get reacquainted to it. And once that like muscle memory's back in the head, then it won't bother me again. But, um, just immediately coming off of them onto the other ones. It's like, why? I like downsized, you know, mm -hmm. like gave up on a bunch of, uh, grip there. So <laughs> I've never run plus size tires. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, it really is. Like, I remember whenever I first got my Bronson, I didn't have, I was waiting for my wheels to get built, the one, my MVs. And um, I had those plus tires on it. And I almost just put the plus tires on the MVs because the MVs I have, you can go to 2.8 on. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so much grip. And especially for me, like being a big guy. But, um, yeah, it's, I definitely enjoy it, but I don't know. Tires are funny, man. Like it's, it's really like, I feel like you put, you either like love all your tires and, or you like completely hate the one that you're on. Yeah. Like, you're not like, well, that one's okay. I might use it again. You know what I mean? Have you, uh, uh this is completely off topic, but uh, I'll oh, bring it back. I'll bring it back to topic. Have you okay. heard of Clubhouse? 
You, you, you're on Clubhouse, right? Yeah, yeah. I just I, I don't use it. I like signed up so I could get in there and then yeah, haven't used it. Well, the one night it was like it was like me, Joseph, Paul, Remy, and some guy. Uh, this guy from the bike industry. Frick, what? Now I feel like a jerk because I forget what bike company he worked for. There was a Colorado company, which mm-hmm. not many. Um, it's who whoever does Sid Mackey. What who uh, what do they write? I think they're aren't they pivot? No, they're not pivot. They're um I'll, they do the bottle cap, Niner. Niner, yes. It was a guy yes. from Niner. And and so we were talking, we were just on there like just talking about stuff, and Paul was just like telling me, he's like, What prior what tire pressure do you run? And it was funny because I was listening to Alan and Josh talk on on Alan's podcast. I was like, I don't know. Whatever, whatever tire pressure is in there, unless it looks flat when I sit on it and then I pump it up. And he's yeah. like, Oh, you should be running 23 to 25 PS. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I just, I ride. And then if it's messed, if it feels messed up, then I put more air in it. Yeah. People, people really do geek out. And I mean, even like Remy was like, Oh, yeah. I just, uh, he was like super into his tire pressures. And he's like, I don't understand why everybody has push core. And I was like, well, I had to buy three rims. And so I put it in. And Remy's like, I ride really aggressively and I never break my rims. And I was like, oh, damn it, I got nothing. Yeah. I, I think because- that, after that, well, that's why I was bringing it back to tires. But Clubhouse yeah. is like really cool because it's there's so many random people on, on it from different areas that can all just talk. And you can just listen. Yeah, I'll have to try it. Like, I have the app on the phone and everything, and I just haven't, like, it hasn't fit in the time schedule, you know? Yeah. Oh, here's here's, here's Shane. He said Paul would freak out on you. Totally. I mean, he almost – I almost went that night when he was talking to me about it. I I mean, because I feel like I don't – I barely know anything anyway. But yeah, I almost went – I forget who his tire people are. Is he Kenda? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I remember having a conversation with him about the Navigol and he wasn't happy with what I said. So I almost went that night and bought Kenda tires because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing something wrong. And I almost went yeah. and bought a pair. But I'm, you know what? I, I feel like whatever I'm doing is working for me now. I used to I used to have like brace face rims, which I don't like at all. And I kept mm-hmm. dinging. I had arc 27s or whatever. And now I have arc 30s and they're fine. Mm-hmm. So far, yeah. I haven't jacked them up. So, yeah, I would go with a wider wheel, man. If you get to get uh, like a thirty-five or something like that, it's just uh, I really, really enjoy that the way that it changes the tire. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have Super Boost, right? Does that matter? Is it the axle spacing that will allow you? Uh, that no? doesn't matter on the on the uh, width of the rim. So, well, I was thinking yeah. the the farther apart your your axle, the wider your axle is, the, probably the more clearance you had to have for a wider tire, right? Or is that not true? I don't know. It sounds logical. <laughs> I don't know anything about bikes. Yeah, yeah, no, it totally sounds logical to me. I don't know what the deal is. I think with Super Boost. Oh man, somebody explained this to me before. I think it had something to do with like how they can build the hub to make like the flanges stronger or something like that so that it can make the wheel build stronger or something to that effect. Hmm. Somebody on the um, comments will tell us in a minute. Well, that makes sense because I haven't, I mean, I 
case everything and I still haven't dented my rims. So yeah. Yeah. I really like, um, I don't know what I was going to say, actually. I don't know where I was going with that, but it had something to do with what, what you had said earlier, but yeah, I don't know the tire pressure I am using like 28, maybe 30 on my rear, depending on where I'm riding at, because if it's like super rocky, but I use cush core, but the reason I use cush core is more for like, I like that sidewall mm -hmm. stability. And then I can still have like a lower pressure. And, and I, my assumption is Remy's a pretty light guy. So for me, the cush core makes a really big difference, like a huge difference. Like a damper kind of, right? Yeah, they do that too. I mean, I have them on my hardtail for that reason. So it makes the ride a little, little nicer that way. Or it's just like if you're riding at an angle, you're not going to get that like sidewall tear. It doesn't matter the tear. It's the the tire like rolling like over. Like think about it if it was like really low pressure, let's just say how yeah. it would roll. And like as a big guy, you can have a higher pressure to keep your tire from feeling that way because you have all this extra weight you're pushing into that, that yeah. wheel. So um, having the cush core there, lets you get the lower pressure so your tires aren't all bouncy bouncy all over the place but yeah. then you're still getting that stability on the on the cornering yeah so as a as a lighter guy it's just going to make it's going to do the same thing you know it, it's just going to give you better sidewall like kind of stability and then they say it like dampens the ride a little bit the only downside really is um the weight the weight in your wheels you know and so I think that's like really, it depends on like what kind of person you are. Like if you're a person that wants to really like get into science and um, how like, you know, one degree of geometry is going to make a difference or one and a half a PSI or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. If your wheels are heavier, they're going to be harder to pedal. But I mean, I also was carrying around 60 extra pounds of weight like a couple months ago. So like, um, there's other ways to lose weight on your bike. <laughs> Dude, by the way, how, how does it ever get old having people be like, what you look so thin? No, not yet. It's still not like, I still think I'm a fat guy and this has happened to me before in my life. Whenever I went from being fat to skinny and then I like make fat jokes and stuff like that. And people like now are like, uh, you can see the look in some people's eyes that don't know me, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like, why is he talking hella shit about fat people? Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like, you know, be a fat guy like me. And then they're like, uh, that dude doesn't look fat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, it's pretty crazy. Like I, wa I watch every single one of those and I like, the the, de the determination and like the changes you've made to make that happen is it's it's awesome yeah no thank you i appreciate it i really do um it's um it feels good man it feels good because i um i definitely have you know a pretty like no fucks given kind of personality but I would be a liar if that you know when i weighed 300 pounds i looked in the mirror and was like dude seriously come on, man, what are you doing? You, you know what I mean? Like, like you don't need to be, you don't need to weigh like this. You know, I, I can even tell in the video, in like the writing portion of your videos, like 
Yeah. How how it's affected your riding? Like, well, I know you that you're putting in tons more miles than you yeah. used. To. I can tell they overall you're like way more comfortable on the bike. Yeah. I I I really I think I would I would place a really solid argument that my level of fitness has more to do with how I'm riding than and the amount of riding that I've done mm-hmm. than like me being skinny. Like I feel yeah. like if I rode as much as I'm riding right now and still like ate all the crap that I wanted to eat so I didn't lose any weight, right? Yeah. I feel like I would still be like I'd be crushing it right now too. Yeah. Well, I like, mean, I, I, like the well, it was like a month ago you did that waterfall. Yeah. Feature, and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. That thing scared the shit out of me for a long time. You're talking about the one in Sedona? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, in Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. That thing scared the crap out of me for so long, and I always felt like I could do it. But this is the thing, dude. I've been riding some really freaking janky shit out here lately, and we rolled up to it. I looked at it and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, like the only reason that I had any fear in my mind when we were rolling up to it was because I knew that I was scared of it before. But mm-hmm. as soon as I looked at it, I was like, oh. There's the line right there. I got up to the top. I was like, not even like everybody's talking. Like I just sat my bike. I was like getting ready to roll. And like, Are you going? Yeah. yeah I'm just going to whoop right, right down. I was like, all right, cool. That was crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was cool. It was definitely. <sighs> I had this conversation yesterday that people asked me, you know, since you lost weight is, is it more fun? You know, and I always tell people like, no, it's not more fun. I'm just faster. Yeah. You know know what I mean? Like there is being 300 pounds and going down the trail and rolling around obstacles because they scare me and I don't have the skill set for them. I still was freaking stoked. I mean, look at my old videos. Like you could hear it in my voice. Like I was freaking stoked. I was having a good time. I do trails way differently now. And I'm like popping off of this and jumping off of that and like going way faster. I'm still freaking stoked when I get to the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that doesn't change, but man, you could argue that. Yeah. It's more fun. Like instead of coming up to being something and like, and like slowly slow rolling over this rock and being like, Oh shit. Okay. I'm not going to die. And coming up to it and being like, guess we're doing a beater. Whoop! And you know, like you could say that's more fun, you know, but it's, it's, um, well, I have to, I have to get you back here. Cause there's dude, like, I'm ready. There a spider has like, uh, five or six new trail. Like there's a bunch of new trails that are yeah, new. I wanna... Go ahead. There's a bunch, there's like a, a bunch of blues that are new since you were here. There's a couple greens. Like, I think, I think. I want. I want to chase you. I want to. I want to see, yeah. see it. Yeah, there- I want to come get it. Like, there's some redemption that I have there. there. Remember that little thing that we like walked down? It like, it was like a, like the a wood. transition that went over to a road, like over like a little road, and then down into the trail again or something. Yeah. yeah. Like I know now. Like I wouldn't even bat my eyes at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but in my head, I'm like, dude, that thing irritated me that I couldn't do it that day. You know. Well, that was what, that was what I did when Eric and Yuka came, right? Isn't that the thing that I did? Probably, yeah, yeah. Like the sketchy turn, really steep and janky, and then there's like a little wooden thing. I think maybe, yeah. It's like you come down 
this like rock we, we were standing there like bsing and some dude like came in down and went over the bars exactly like we were afraid of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we didn't do it you know like yeah. yeah yeah that and i remember right at the beginning of the one trail there was like a little rock drop that i like rolled and i remember you like just shot off of it and i was like damn it why did i not why can i not do that you know well it's, i mean it's like your home trail right you do something yeah yeah hundred times too. but still dude you know what i mean it's like not like a like a uh like a bravado thing or something it was just like dude i should do that there's no reason i shouldn't do that you know yeah. what i mean i just like so yeah that'd be how is that is that place like did they stay open during covid where is it like only you and your your buddy that you showed up with allowed on the lift or something or no they, well you you at first they didn't want they don't want you being on the lift with people you didn't drive with okay but they made they rerouted the line so it's they have more like space it goes into the woods off mm -hmm. the, you know off the one side mm -hmm. and it comes up to the lifts so that way like well one everyone's not congested right at the road do you remember how it was like right yeah, yeah. The road you yeah. can it actually like pulls a lot of that traffic away from the road um but it's still I mean, I haven't seen a line out there for a little bit. We just went last week. Uh huh. Um, but and I don't really wear a gator. I mean, I lean over, they swipe my thing, and I back up. I'm wearing a full face. It's not really a cloth mask, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like it's not like I'm like shooting the shit with the lift people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, what full face are you wearing? uh i got the seven idp one you like it yeah yeah well i i, I do I'm, i still have that cali what is it a strike no cali shiva oh it's like a motorcycle almost that helmet right it's like a real full face yeah yeah but it, I, I still have that one right i mean on. that, one, that one i ate shit on, with so many times i probably saved my brain yeah but, yeah but now I have the the lightweight one, the I don't know, it's some seven IDP one. Yeah, but I got I like that Kelly Invader that. one. Yeah, it's like a XC full face helmet, dude. I love that thing. Like it is so breathe. Like it's like exactly how like the owner when he was telling me about it when he was developing it. He's like, I want a helmet that's like an XC helmet, like that's mm -hmm. not hot. That it just has a, like keep you from busting your teeth out, you know. And yeah. uh, he definitely designed that. And the one that I have is the version one. And I know you saw like on, on our Slack group, like a bunch of guys were talking about like the fit didn't, wasn't great. Mm -hmm. And I will agree that like, it's not perfect on the V1. They just brought out the V2. They sent me one and I'm such a priss that I didn't like the colors. And I was like, they were like, oh, this is the only one we had. I was like, you know what? I'll wait till you get the color I want, you know? Yeah, and, but they changed the inside so it has like a like a dial retention system like you would on a half lid, but like it's a boa, in, like, a boa? like yeah, like you know, like it like it like a half lid helmet it has like a little yeah. dial that like cinches like so it yeah. feels like fits perfectly. They have that inside of this full face, so hmm. it's um I think any of the fit issues are going to be gone. Like they definitely like took the feedback that they got and and made the uh, update. So I, I really like that helmet though. Are you filming with uh, uh, Evo uh, SS and a 
old camera or are you doing like the the new hero nine thing now completely nine completely nine i have a media mod i have the uh the wide lens i haven't put anything on on to be honest i haven't filmed anything with the gopro in quite a while in probably like a couple months um i just feel like well first of all covid kind of sucks for for me i don't know how you are but like especially with covid and i feel like even though i'm creatively motivated i just i don't know it's been a really shitty year yeah 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 but I mean, you and I talk about scripts and I have so much funny shit written that I just haven't been able to execute on. I feel like you should go. Remember that stuff that you sent, uh, you had me film for you so that we were going to do like a collab, but oh, we together. Yes. Yeah. We should do something with that footage, but like also have like the me now in it now. So you have like. <laughs> like like me talking to like Fat Rob talking to Eric. So, so there's like three of us. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That'll be really funny. I well, that's a. I mean, we you just asked me earlier. Like, I just canceled my Patreon. I'm like, you know what? I like my. I'm gonna interact with people regardless. Like my patrons specifically. Like most of them, I've become friends with. So yeah. I don't need a Patreon. Patreon yeah. just puts me on a hook for trying to like do extra work that I don't have time for anyway. Uh-huh. So I just created like a Facebook group and I said, anyone that is that likes what I do can just talk to me there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm super accessible there. You don't have to give me shit. And like, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, you, you and I have talked about this before too, where like, I, if, if I don't feel like I'm putting in the work to provide some value to people, like I'm just going to feel guilt 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 all the time yeah. so. i think because i the way that i pay people on patreon that i feel like i'm just like i don't really give a shit what extra content it is or whatever like i'm gonna give you this money because i just want to like support you I'm the same I, think, way. I think because i feel that way that i also feel that way about the people that support me then like yeah. and i'm like hey i try to make sure i bring some value but i don't stress on it you know what I mean? Where like, yeah. I know you from the very beginning, like mm-hmm. definitely would like, it was a stressor for you. And for yeah. me, it's like, Hey man, I try to hook you guys up with some coupons. I try to do extra content where I can throw some stickers in there, stuff like that. But like, dude, I spent like a couple grand on like buying all this merchandise and, uh, I definitely am not recouping the money from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's what I ended up doing. Like when COVID hit and I was like, so I felt so bad that I was, I mean, I had already wasn't doing that many videos. I was more focusing on videos that I wanted to make instead of like, I'm going to do one a week. Cause I don't, even though I knew that was completely unrealistic. Yeah. So I just sent out like packs to everybody. I think I, I sent you one for sure. Yeah. And it had like, tons of stickers in it had magnets it had like all the all the stupid shit that i randomly buy off a sticker mule because i got your your freaking pit buttons right here dude three inch (laughs) one inch pins you know whatever i just i what did i get in the mail the other day that i was like i got keychains rain's like (laughs) rain gets so mad because a a sticker mule pop box will come and she's like why you don't even carry stickers in your lumbar pack and i'm like well i forget them and she's like well then why do you have all the stickers like what is it? I I got fifty for whatever it is, dude. I tell you, I ordered some stuff from them a little bit ago. I got some packing tape from them so that I could have like the biker emblem on the boxes that I ship out. Yeah, and I will say this: 
their like marketing emails, I can see how you get stuck because they freaking send you stuff like all the time and they're just like little teasers. It's like, hey, you could get 50 more stickers for like $9 instead of yeah. 40. So you're like, I can totally understand where you're, where you do that. Or it's like, hey, you can get this like, whatever you know this these buttons now you you get 500 of them for for this much instead of how you would normally and you they, it's like a it's kind of like the like the candy right by the the cash register you know yeah. where it's just like come on it's not that much just this, go ahead just this week i almost bought 100 feet of packing tape for boxes that i never even send out and like i don't <laughs> but, I, but hey, it has my logo on it this would be cool that would be cool to have dude i love my packing tape though i do love my packing yeah. tape. yeah my buddy though sells moonlight he does like packaging so he's like dude send me the file the art file i can get you like a case i'm like i just bought a roll of 100 feet like i'm gonna have that for months dude if i buy a case of packing tape yeah. from you i was yeah. like how much is that and he's like it's like 10 rolls I'm like yeah and each roll is like i think 300 feet i'm like dude I would have, I'd be, you'd have to use packing tape on my freaking coffin, dude. You can just, you can just like candy stripe, like uh, trail sign poles. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can totally understand how you could fall into the sticker mule, like, like campaign like that. There was something we were talking about right before that. What was I going to say? Oh, well, who knows? It's about three people in a video. Oh no, it was actually it's on your on the screen because uh, like someone's asking, are you chin mounting? Is that how you're doing your your yeah yeah yeah? So Alan turned me on to the Sugru, which I didn't even know what Sugru was. Yeah, like it's this clay. It's like uh -huh. a play-doh, and you uh -huh. comes in these little sealed packets, and you tear. Have you used it before? No, but I've seen him talk about it. So go ahead and keep explaining. It's it. Awesome. So I just get so my helmet is blue and black or no what is it i mean how much green and black i don't know it's on my head i don't, know. I don't even know <laughs> so i put you get this stuff and you put it on and you take the gopro mount and you put it you put this play-doh on and form it and then it gets hard like cement uh -huh. and then I take an extra one and i put it like around the lip of the gopro okay. mount. does that make sense yeah 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 not only, it's not going to get knocked like uh off whatever to, to the side uh -huh. has like a the little bit of that, like that's like gripping around the thing, but I, I hope it. it dude, it's great. I, that's, that's what I, I don't have to deal with annoying zip ties. I don't have to, it's just always on. Yeah. I took a GoPro mount and like cut it up with a Dremel and yeah. like drilled some kind of holes in it and like basically zip tied a GoPro mount to the chin bar. Hmm. But the way that my, the chin bar on my, my, my helmet is like it's very open it's kind of like the fox pro frame a lot of people know yeah. what those look like so it's like it was really easy to do but that stuff sounds fun i like i might buy some just to like play with it because it just it sounds fun i like it i actually just bought the whatever the new it's not called the chesty anymore the new gopro like chest mount that's funny you mentioned that just because like, i don't want to wear a full face all the time like yeah me neither so this is what I got in the mail last week. I have freaking problems too. You guys on Patreon, you're 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 supplying this addiction. So I got the they do actually still call it the chesty. 
because somebody was telling me that this is better than the stuntman now and the stuntman was the way to go with the evo ss and the the hero for at least i thought it was so they say this works better i'll try that and then i also got the max lens mod yep me too i haven't tried that yet obviously it's still in the box and then i also got the media mod yeah because i was saying to some people that um I notice on the chin mount, you can really hear me breathing. I don't know if I'm a heavy breather or what, because I know even whenever I ran the Evo SS, the, the gimbal, and I used to put my, my GoPro on that upside down so that the mic pointed down so it would catch more of the ground instead of, and less of me breathing because I used to hear a lot of breathing then too. So maybe I'm just a heavy breather and like a mouth breather, I guess. Everybody is. <laughs> Well, yeah. freaking cameras right at your mouth. Like, how are you not yeah. after that? So somebody said the media mod helps with that. Do you use the media mod? Uh, yes, but I, I mean, it's all my camera. I have both of that and the lens mod, but I haven't recorded anything, so I couldn't tell you oh. how the performance is. There you go, right? But I, the media mod, though, also allows you to, like, plug Look in. Look at mic, I think, if you mic, want. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I need to, I've been, honestly, I haven't been recording a lot for, um, for videos either. Mm -hmm. Most of the stuff I've been using is like sit in the garage stuff or like, cause a lot, like a, a bunch of my last videos were all the weight loss stuff. So it was like yeah. more vloggy, you yeah. know, and then it would be like a little couple clips here and there, you know, and usually when it'd be clips, it'd be like B roll kind of like ride by, or I'm holding the Osmo while I'm talking and riding or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I've been using this time to try to get them like familiar with the hero nine as well. And man, it's like, I feel like I'm like starting all over again, you know? Yeah. Like with the, with the gimbal, you're, you're, you don't, you know, you set that camera angle and then you don't think about it. Right. So like whenever you're talking to somebody, you just remember to like move your shoulders. Right. But like with that nine, if you're wearing it on your chest, you, you have it angled so when you're riding so that you can capture your your shot right so when you get off the bike you're looking at you the have side. to remember to point it down like flat so that you're actually like yeah. capturing people you know it's just like little stuff like that where it's like completely forgot and then like i was setting my camera angle by like eyeballing it like oh yeah this looks good and then i would go home and like look at the footage like a retard and then i would get home and be like oh the angle's not good and I am not lying to you. I probably took that thing on at like five or six rides and got home and was not happy with the angle before it like dawned on me. You know, you can use the app to see where the camera's pointing before oh, yeah. you actually, I'm like, oh my God, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like yeah. you complete idiot. I, I, I would say that like, well, first I'm kind of nervous about going, going to just wearing the chesty again. Um, just because I'm afraid that the same thing's going to happen. But like most of my upcoming videos that I'm like working on are all scripted anyway. So I'm not going to, there might be some like first person footage in it, but for the most part, it's all going to be me talking, which sucks because those videos take so much more work to make. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like, like I can't even imagine like your how to be a YouTuber one. Like how uh -huh. much work did you put in that? It's probably a shit ton. Yeah, it was. It was a ton. That was like my favorite video to make, and it definitely like tanked. It didn't. I mean, it didn't tank, but it didn't do as I thought. 
you know, like when you do come up with an idea, you're like, this is the one that's going to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get 1.6 billion views on this one. I and I got Zwift, like, I thought my Zwift one was going to do that. I yeah. So much time green screening and going through like it, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think like right out the gate, that video was like performing like 25% of what I would normally get. And it was like, I know it's probably a thumbnail. It's probably but if you're a proud of it and you like it, then that's what matters. Like that's yeah. kind of what I've taken away. Like I've kind of like every now and then, like I, I hopped in some like YouTube clubhouse room rule rooms, or I'll like randomly like say something. And every time everybody's feedback is, well, you need to make more videos and you need to make more videos more often. And I'm like, nah, I just don't have time. I just can't do it. I can't yeah. for the life of me say, I'm going to give up time with my family unit, you know, yeah. to like make videos or I can't for the life of me be like, I'm going to let my job slide a little bit. That's yeah. I, I just can't do it. So yeah. I feel like the one a month thing for me is like been perfect. Yeah. Like I need to at least hold myself to that because it's so easy to procrastinate and be like, Oh shit. Three months went by. You, you know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. Honestly, I'm doing one a month and I'm I'm still like doing it in the same editing in time. It's like, oh shit, I got one week left. Now I'm going to like get to it and I do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're giving yourself that like, it's like having a runway, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So, and, and my, I am a natural born procrastinator. So like there is absolutely no, I definitely will procrastinate, you know? Me too. But I feel like the once a month is like, it's perfect amount of time to like still be functioning as a family member and a, 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 a partner and uh, you know, a friend and, and do all these other things and then still have a channel. I mean, I'm doing this every Sunday too. So it's yeah. like, there's, there's still, I'm putting plenty of content out there, but, um, but that's why I was saying the Patreon videos have been really fun because I feel like they're so easy to do. Like mm -hmm. I can go to a ride and like, because I'm so much more efficient at editing now, I can turn that into like a 15 minute video in like no time. If I'm not doing B-roll and I'm not putting music on there, I'm just like cutting up the fun stuff and making it a video. Yeah. And then I can publish that to Patreon. And then I know like that's not going to affect my, my Patreon or not my, my YouTube analytics. And it's not going to, I don't have to worry about the thumb. I, I make a thumbnail, but it's like, I put like a, the tiniest bit of effort into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, there's a cool screen capture. Boom. Throw some text up there, you know, go pro settings test, you know, and boom, it's, it's there. Yeah. So it's been really fun. It's been, I, I, um, I would urge you even to consider trying doing it for like, maybe just like your Facebook group or something like that and do like yeah. an unlisted video. And, uh, it, cause you, you're like, you'd be amazed. Cause you're like, Dude, the more that we learn about editing, the longer that we do this, all it does is add time to how long it takes you to make an edit. Yes. <laughs> you know, like... Well, it's funny because like because like the other week, the other week, uh, like when when the Shane and BKXC funny yeah, thing, yeah. and I was like, dude, I can I can do something funny real quick for this. So I like threw together a fake political ad video at like yeah. a minute long, and it took like that was two three hours. By the way. Thanks. And I just like dropped it. 
But like then I have these like crazy ideas, like the one I sent to you, which will be my next one, where I I'm fucking rotoscoping, taking everything out of my cap my like lumbar pack. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I doing this? Like, yeah, it's funny, but like do I really need to spend 20 hours adding control points and like having me take an air fryer and like all these things out of my lumbar pack? Like <laughs> for a gag, is is it really worth it but, there's moments when you're editing you're like this is dumb why am i doing this for yeah. like 10 seconds of a video yeah like when i did my my chair space ad in the uh in that how to be a youtuber i think that was in that video yeah, yeah. pretending yeah. like because everybody's like sponsored by squarespace right so i was like oh that'd be funny to have like some play on words on it so i'm like I spend like, you know, 30 minutes trying to find a website that has the content on it that I'm looking for. Then I'm like, okay, because I'm a freaking idiot. Like I spend another hour and a half building a logo. I'm like, no, I don't like that. Well, no, it has to look like, it has to have some chairs in it. You know, it's like, like three hours for a freaking like, like 10 seconds of a video. It's like, you gotta yeah. be kidding me, dude. This is what I'm, yeah. this is how I'm, this is why I'm not doing a video a week. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like my next, I feel like my next couple scripts that I've written are like bangers. Like they're, yeah. But I don't want, I'm not going to spoil them, but I like actually went through and wrote out. And then, so what'll happen is as if I write a script and I'm like, Ooh, I really think this would like punch it. Like this would, this would be a perfect shot for that. So I'll, I'll go and I'll record the voiceover for my script. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back. I'm trying to do like the, the Seth method, right. Where mm -hmm. like, I, I write the script, record the voiceover, and then shot plan and figure out mm -hmm. what goes into the space over top of the talking. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, there's no fucking, like, how am I going to do that? How am I going <laughs> to get a shot of that thing? That's not realistic. I mean, even like my next one, yeah. I talked about like dog poop bags on the trail. And I'm like, yeah. well, now I got to go. First off, I either got to shit in a bag and <laughs> do it myself or randomly go out and find a bag of dog poop which shouldn't be too hard but even yeah. well like i'm am i gonna go take a ride and take like a couple hours of my life just to get a shot of a dog poop bag <laughs> dude in that same video i wanted my dog pooping like I, I can't remember what the part of it was it was something about like oh like everybody loves cats and in, in uh in video like the internet loves cats but yeah. i have a dog you know and and I thought it would be funny to like get my dog pooping. I was chasing him around with that fucking Osmo <laughs> for like two weeks and I could only get him like taking a leak, you know? And it was like, finally I just gave up. I'm like, cause every time I'd see, like, we'd be like, cause we have like a little fire pit in the backyard by, and there's a certain part of the yard he always poops in. So I'm like, every time we'd be sitting there hanging out at the fire part pit, drinking beers, it'd be like, he'd start pooping. I'd be like, Oh, I need the camera. And you know how to go. And then it's like, you know, then by the time I get back, I'm he's tell like, you next time, right? I'm like, can you not? Can you ring like a poop bell or something? Let me know. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. So I totally feel you there. Hey, you could probably buy like brown play doh and just stick it in dog mm. poop bags. That's not a bad idea. Like, but I yeah. bought. I mean, I've already, I'm, I've already exceeded the budget for this video. That's gonna make me maybe five bucks. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I already bought a hazmat suit. Okay, so let's, oh, not, nice. let's not add <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> they do sell on Amazon fake poop as well. That's because good. I used to, one of my coworkers, every time he said something, I used to tell him I was going to poop on his car all the time. And so whenever I left that place, I bought some fake poop 
and I yeah. put it on his car. So that way, whenever he came out, like at the end of the day, there was like a big turd on his hood. <laughs> it was fabulous. And it looked really real. <laughs> so Maybe that's a good idea. Or, or maybe I just freaking take a buy some like little Milky Way bars and put them in a bag. Yeah. Either yeah. way. Probably even easier. Either way, it will take me an extra week or two just to get that shot because that's what I've envisioned in my head already. Yeah. And I, I won't divert from it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I 100% know where you're going with that. Um, yeah, those videos are fun, though. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, like, when you get I, – I don't know about you, but me, I, like, I love watching my old videos. And, you know, we, we kind of kick it in my garage and drink beers. It's, like, kind of like the man cave. And some point in the night, we'll always end up watching like one of the old ones, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's just like part of it. Cause it's like all my buddies, it's like, it's our a document of our life, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we'll be talking and be like, dude, you remember that ride? And we'll like put it on and, you know, so those are always, there's certain ones yeah. though that I like. Also get like, do you have like a, it's like, if I watch an old video, I simultaneously reminisce and also I'm like, Oh God, I made that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you yeah. like you see your flaws in your past videos, but you're also like sentimental about it. Oh yeah, dude. There was I was talking to somebody on one of these these uh, podcasts about going back to old footage and seeing how I could re-edit the same video now. Like, what would be the story that I could tell now with this same footage? But I'd have to add like B-roll, so I'd. Because the way that I edit now, you know, but to be able to use the ride and then add in the B-roll and the voiceover and the stuff that I do now with the same footage and see how it turned out. I don't know. I just felt like it would be a fun one. Remember that video? I'm sure you remember that Trails to Fails video that I did where it was like me and my son went out and yeah. I like lost him and then I fell in the poison oak and like yeah. it was a really funny video at the time, but I watch it now and it definitely doesn't hit as hard as it did back then, you know? So then you feel you, like there's a bunch of things that you would have like spiced it up with. Right. Or I could, you know what I mean? Or just make the whole story better, like a little more drama. I like didn't use music then. And like, you know, just all the little, like yeah, little touches that we do now. Like I, I probably didn't color correct it at all. You know, like all kinds of things, you know? I, it's funny because I feel like once I started, I mean, obviously we all went ham once we discovered Epidemic or whatever you use, Artlist. Yeah. Or, yeah. I feel like on Epidemic or wherever you get your songs from. I use if, Epidemic too. If you can find the right song for what you want to do, you're like, this is perfect. And sometimes it's almost like serendipitous where you like have a bunch of clips you put the song behind it and sometimes it just lines up perfectly with like yeah. the song and you're like, yeah. Oh my God, how did that match? Yeah. Like it's, it's like divine how it just like matched up and happened. The funniest thing just happened there. Like before you got to that part of your story, that's what I was going to tell you was like how good it feels when somehow it's like that song ends exactly at the right spot where like whatever happened and then it's like you wanted no audio and it just like you get the like the the diminishing sound of however they ended the song and then it's like yeah. whatever you said and you're like 
what? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, or like somehow it like cuts to like a little like break in the song right as you're like talking in the video and you're like, who? Who did who wrote this? Is yeah, that right? It's like you feel like you're like cheating the matrix or something, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely um it, it's definitely fun. I think, you know, for a long time I didn't want to use music because it was like I think it was because like bike videos before we got into the POV game were like just some guy riding with like heavy metal in the background, like way too loud. So I think that we all had this like you can't use music kind of feeling because of that. You know, you had to have this trail sound or you can't have, and somewhere along the line, I started using it again. And I was like, this just adds so much. Like it doesn't always have to be there. I feel like the marketing, like, like in our head, we're thinking if we put genre X behind it, we're going to alienate a group yeah. of people, right? Like people yeah. that don't like that. Like I could throw like country. Yeah behind my behind my riding but i think as long as the music matches the mood of what you're doing yeah it's not going to turn anybody off right yeah yeah, yeah. crazy gnarly and you have like a faster song behind it yeah chances are that people that don't even like if it was like some like crazy dubstep techno song if what you're doing is cool and the mood the mood of the music matches that footage people aren't going to stop they'll be like oh, i don't like I don't yeah. the song. It's just not, I feel like is it's, it's like storytelling. You're telling a story. And as long as the story matches what's happening in the, you know, the music matches what's happening in the story. They're not going to bail out just because you chose a specific beat or type of music or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's definitely, um, I, I, I struggle with that though, too. You know what I mean? Like, Sometimes country music is really good. I, I I like I'll think about that. Like, is somebody not gonna like that? Or I'll put like a hip hop song or like a little jazz or some. You know, it's like you you never you you're like, is this not gonna work? Like how? But I think you made a really good point there, dude. As long as the 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 the, the feeling is right, I'll yeah. tell you though, that's a time suck though, man. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about, you know, how like you make your edits longer. Like sometimes. I could spend over an hour just looking for a freaking song yeah, for one song. And then I'll edit my video to it and get to a certain point in the, in the video of editing. And I'll be like, this song's just not working. It's not like, I like the song, but it's not working for this. And then it's like, boom, now you got to go find a new song. And then the new song. Now you have to re-edit your like transition points because maybe the yeah. beat isn't right. Or the, it's like, oh my God. Well, it's funny because we all have our own like little flair to it too. Like, I don't know if you've ever noticed that with people. With the like, music? I, I, like, I use a bunch of like hip hop beats, like weird experimental hip hop beats from. Uh-huh. Like, I'll, I'll notice like, um, like Ryan Lone Ranger uses a bunch of like, I forget the name of the. It's kind of like um, ambient trance techno kind of house. It's like 80s ish. Whatever. Yeah, Joseph uses a lot of future bass. He uses yeah. that genre. Like I notice, uh, BCPOV uses a lot of acoustic guitar. I use a lot of acoustic folk group kind of stuff too. Yeah, like Seth, Seth and uh, Bobo, they use like the um, uh, I forget the name of the genre on Epidemic. Badly played. Oh really? I have to look like that. um, like 
like kind of quirky, funny, quirky music. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone falls into their like little category of what they like and what yeah them as a person, not just the footage. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I, I, I always struggle with getting the volume, right? Yeah. Like sometimes like you'll, you, 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 you have the music too light, but then you listen on a different device and it's like perfect. Like yeah. I stopped editing with my Bose headphones because I would have my audio settings set for those noise canceling headphones and it would sound pristine. And then I would come out to my garage and watch the video on my TV. And I would be like, this is awful. <laughs> like it doesn't I, sound I, good at all. I either use my laptop speakers or I have these like pretty, pretty low end. They're still Sennheisers, but they're like pretty low end, just, yeah, headphones that aren't going to cancel a lot of noise, so that way I can kind of like guess what it's going to sound like in really nice headphones, but also not over over audio engineer because I think it's gonna I'm making it for like really nice headphones because like yeah, I, if I'm listening to it outside out of my laptop speakers, I know it can't sound that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I still struggle with just getting the levels right. It'll be like my voiceover will be too loud compared to my music or my music will be too loud. My voiceover won't be loud enough or trying to get them to like the audio in between clips to work, you know, or to be the same or sometimes too, it'll be like, I don't do all the voiceover the same day. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. somehow like, I don't know what my mic sounds different. I didn't have it exactly at the same spot in my mouth the, ne the next day. And then it's like, this one sounds more tinny than that one sounded more bassy. And it's like, oh my God, dude. I can't do that. I'll re-record the whole thing. Yeah. I'd rather re record the whole thing before I, 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 I just can't do that. And I, I and do I have, my edit like piece by piece. Do you use Audacity too? What's that? Audacity is like a, a audio, I don't know, audio optimization no, I don't use that. You record, no. you take whatever your you can even take your video and drop in an audacity, and then you do a bunch of things like bass boost, treble boost, normalize, cut the peaks. Like ruined my life, dude. Now I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the video. I, so I I have a a bookmarked video that every time I record a voiceover or every time I'm trying to like toy with the audio, mm -hmm. I do the same thing every time. Okay. I'll send you the link, but it's pretty yeah. great. It actually like took me from sounding like some jag off talking in my laptop to like, oh, I sound like Seth or like somebody yeah. that has really crisp, deep sound. I think my voice is bassy enough, so I think I can get away yeah. with it without having to mess with it. Because I just I just get in deep, you know. And well, you do a bass boost and a trouble boost. That's what you do. And then right. you normalize it. Yeah, right. Holy shit. Thanks for adding another two hours, my edit, Eric. Sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's just the, the the amount of time that goes into it. So it's definitely not. It's so much if you think about it. Like yeah. we do it because we love it. We, we, we do it not for a living, but because we really love it. Yeah. Right. And we yeah, love we making something. It's our creative like outlet. And so I think about that a lot. 
you know, I, I'm not going to overdo something until it's perfect because obviously it's not perfect or else more people will be watching it. Right. But, yeah. We would have actually big followings. <laughs> yeah, you do it. I don't know. It, it's, it is, it is like a labor of love, right? Yeah. Like, I, I would say that you, neither you or I would ever be doing it full time unless we've like, we're already independently wealthy or something like that. Something, yeah. Yeah. I mean, according to social blade, my podcast channel will be like bigger than my regular channel in like a couple of years. Dang. Yeah. I always hate that. And it's like in 1080 days and you're like, shut up. I don't care. I might yeah. be dead by then. Okay. Thanks. Right? But I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, Oh man, I hate that thing. Cause I'm always angry with it. I'm like, that's not true. I'm going to have more than that. And then I'm like, that time goes by and I'm not even at where they said, and I'm like, yeah. damn you. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to have this one. It's like a drug addict, right? I'm going to have yeah. this video and it's really going to pop. And then that's the one, that's the thing. I feel like that's the thing. And like, I, have you had one that's gone like viral or like close to it or? Oh yeah. I've I had one. I've had one. Oh, well, I had two. I had one that Seth shared where I was at angel fire and I wrecked and I like made it super overly dramatic intentionally. And he shared it on, on his freaking community page not even like actually shared it somewhere and it yeah. like crazy uh and then i had like one how many views did it get like seventy thousand. oh wow yeah that's huge. Which is a lot for me that's like insane. yeah 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 i think my biggest one is like 30 or something like that so like and yeah then, that's huge and then i did the one where i just did the bike check and it was just enough because i said like one hand one bike check or something like that i'm always you know it sucks I'm it's been 20 years since two girls, one cup. And I reference it all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. I did, it, I did it. And when I had rain ride all those demo bikes, it was like five bikes, one mountain or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. All the time on like kind of intentionally, but unintentionally. <laughs> right. But I, I, my bike check video had like 180,000 views or something. And I was like, what? Wow. When, when you're watching it happen, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Right, it's so you're like right into work. Fuck, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah, yeah, um. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then, what happens is Social Blade gives you a new prediction for your numbers, and you're like, "There's no fun. I'm not gonna hit that." Yeah, yeah. That's that sucks. Yeah, dude, it would be nice, but I'm not holding my breath. I don't want to be like, I think I would really enjoy being a full time doing this podcast and being able to like really do it. Cause I, I, I really enjoy these and it's not all the editing, you know? And, um, I think it would be really fun to get to a point where I could be getting some sponsorship deals and like getting people to come here, like actually like have like, you know, like how Rogan does, you know, like, mm -hmm. Had like, hey, Eric, you want to come out and fly you out, dude? We can ride bikes this weekend and you can be on the show. And like, that would be sick. Yeah. You know, but that's a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think about the same thing. Like, like, what would I, what, what, and I kind of like write my videos to be like that. Like, what, what video would I make if I had unlimited time and money? <laughs> yeah. But like I just think of crazy off the wall shit. Yeah. And then I write a script around it and then I usually don't film it. 
<laughs> I usually don't film it. Well, I, 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 I mean, I have a big line of them, but like <clears throat> the reality of it is, is like to execute on some on a harebrained idea. It takes a lot of work, and you. Yeah. I, I know that I, even though creatively my mind's in it, like realistically, I'm not going to be able to do it right now. Like I'm working yeah. like. 40 to 45 hours a week easily at my main job. Yeah. You know, I have like rain, her kid, I have my yeah. kid, like I've just got so much shit going on all the time. Like, yeah, it's, it, it is, it, life is literally about sacrifices. Right. And whenever yeah. you do one thing, you're always sacrificing like three other things. So yeah. I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate in the spot where I'm at right now or like, I had kids really young because I wanted to be the age that I am now and then be moving out. Mm -hmm. Like I, I honestly a hundred percent like had that, that goal whenever I had my kids young. Yeah. And right now I'm in that spot where I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm 44 this year. I think 44, you know, my daughter is, she's, she's leaving for college. Like it's just me and the lady. Like, what are you going to do next year? That's the real question. Right. You know? And it's like, uh, <clears throat> I mean, and Katie and I do a lot of things together, but we also have, um, we're very independent in our, in ourselves as well. You, you know what I mean? Like she can be like, yeah, I'm going to go down to my friend's house. We're going to, you know, go wine tasting and shoot some golf or whatever the hell they do. You know, like they, they do stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to Tahoe. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, we're going to go ride bikes with, with so-and-so and get drunk in the woods, yeah. you know, like, but, um, so I think the point of saying that was that, you know, I definitely have a lot more time than anybody raising a family, you mm -hmm. know, like, and, it, and it's been, you know, gradually getting that way over the years, you know, my, when my son and my daughter were both, by the time they're in high school, like your kids are, they're at the house that they're not a lot of, a lot of, they want to hang out with you. Yeah. Especially once they start driving, you know, cause then they don't need you to take them anywhere anymore. Yeah. You know, and you don't need to go take them anywhere anymore. So you don't need to go like, hey, I'm taking you to softball practice. No, drive yourself. See you later. You know, like, yeah, So uh, that like it's it's definitely interesting, you know, and I feel like uh, my plans working out, you know, financially, that was my idea was have kids young. And now that, you know, I'm at a, a way different spot in my career, like at this point, like. I'll be able to afford to like travel and mm -hmm. go places and actually like enjoy them instead of like the traveling that I did in my twenties. Like when I was in, lived in Germany, when I was in the military, like we went places, I went a lot of really cool places, but what I mostly did was go to the bar, get drunk, try to get laid and um, wake up hungover and then do it again the next day. But I'd be like, yeah, dude, we went to Paris, you know, yeah. what'd you do in Paris? Well, uh, we went to the Louvre. The line was really long. So we bought a postcard of Mona Lisa and took provocative pictures with her all over town. You yeah. know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, now I'd be like, okay, I'm going to Paris. I'm actually going to stand in line so I could go to the Louvre yeah. and actually see the artwork in there and appreciate it. Well, we talk about that all the time. Like, we got, we got six years and nine years. Yeah. Left. And we're like, Let's see. We do the math and we're like, okay, I will be 49. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's not bad though, dude. Yeah. You, I mean, 
I know guys that are like my age right now, like just now having kids. And I'm like, dude, you're going to be like Whoa, 60, no. dude. <laughs> imagine retiring from your job and having a child that's still in high school. I can't, yeah. I can't even. Yeah. I mean, and teach their own, you know what I mean? Like, like they definitely got to like have the fun when they were young and like, you know, they went and did yeah. all that stuff, you know? So like there's trade-offs, you know, there's definitely trade-offs, but we call I, them dinks. They got to be dinks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, do you know that term? Dink? Is that D-I-N-K is what you're saying? Yeah. Double income, no kids. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's so we're about to do that. crazy. But then if they do have kids, they're. Yeah. Well, they're sixties. Yeah. If I could talk Katie into moving into a van for like a year, I would be really happy. Yeah. She's just not having it. So. Oh, I think, I think rain would do it in a heartbeat for sure. Yeah. I think I just need to pull the trigger and do it. I feel like if I have the van, she'll be in. But for me to like talk her about getting the van, she's like, it's such a waste of money. You could buy, you know, you're going to spend $40,000 on the van. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend another $25,000 building it out. That's a lot of hotel rooms. And I'm like, yeah. she's right. You know, she's really right. That is a lot of hotel rooms. A whole lot. Well, Rain and I talk about buying a Suburban and a camper, a better camper. Yeah. Yeah. I keep trying to get myself around like full circle to like um, just I want to maybe just buy a camper shell for my truck and try to build like a little like like a mini getaway vehicle in the back of that and see how much I really use it. Yeah. You know, because that will only cost me like, let's just say two or three grand total, you know, like buy the topper, you know, whatever I need to do. And then see if I actually use it because I, that's the other end is like, I'm banking on, I'm gonna buy the van. And because I have the van, that's going to make me go do things. Yeah. But what if I have the van and I'm still like, well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm envisioning you just beating, beating the crowd and actually buying like some real sketch eighties, like Winnebago type. There you go. That'd be crazy. With like a bed over the cab. Yeah, like the one that freaking uh, Uncle what's his name parked in the in the driveway at uh, yes, yes, like a Christmas vacation, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. sure's full. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> too good. Yeah, dude, have you watched? Uh, um, have you watched uh, the Shredders? Do you watch his not channel? Lately, not lately, no. He's got like a 1990 something like Astro van that he's been oh, like doing wow. a van build on. Oh my god! Is it like jacked up? It's yeah, like- he lifted it and like, oh dude, the the like frugal cheap guy in me like loves the idea of it. However, like the last video he did, he like put in new like four wheel drive stuff, and I was like, you have totally exceeded what I would ever mechanically do but i can't stop watching this because it's like i just love it i I don't know why but i love it i can see how people get sucked into like channels like that Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i all of our friends that did the van builds like i watched i watched them all yeah i'll probably never have a van but i still watch them all just because it's super intriguing i mean if i don't have you ever watched that uh dude johnny 
That's friends with like Seth and Alex. I've never watched his actual channel. No, I mean I've just watched the stuff that they've done with him, like the collab stuff. But yeah, like what's he do over there? Or, or or have you ever watched the other Seth Backyard Trailbills? I watched. Oh, last week I think is the first time I actually started watching it. Like I've always seen like clips and be like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll check that out later. And then you know, six months go by, and the other day one of them finally got me to click, and then all so God, I was glued. How does he, he like he didn't use any nails either, whatever he yeah. was building? Does he do that on all of them? No. He he's that's his kind of like he's been doing that lately where he builds like a kicker ramp without like all by hand, no no power tools. And I'm like, what? How? Where he makes wood pegs and bangs them in a little yeah. it's crazy. Like he he's that's I, I can't build things like that. So he deserves to have a million subscribers. Mm -hmm. Like a, the amount of work that he's putting into like what he's doing mm -hmm. and then like ah his edits too you know like Good. he writes his own music too what if dude hear, that guy just does it all yeah if you hear like indie rock in the background it's usually yeah, delete my channel it's over <laughs> we barely are doing this wrong than us, so there's that too he what he's like 20 years younger than us probably son of a gun He's really cool though. I, I really like his his videos. Yeah, no, they're they're super. I definitely like. I, I fell into that one the other day. I'm like, this could be a problem. I have two meetings to get to and X, Y, and Z to do. I need to close this tab now because I'm about to like blow everything off for the rest of the day, and watch this guy build stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Are you uh you pressed for time? You got to go. Uh, the, uh, he he might have put himself to bed. Uh -oh. <laughs> wow. It's been over two hours, dude. It's so easy to talk to you, man. I know, I know. I feel like, and it's always, you know, we were talking about that the other day, how like you have certain friends where you can just talk forever and it's like no time has passed, right? Yeah. So, no gap. I, when you agreed to come on the show, I was like super excited because we haven't talked in a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, would, it was making me think this week while I was riding, I was like, man, COVID's like wrapping up. Like hopefully those of you guys that don't know, like I, the company I work for, their like main offices in Texas, sort of close to where Eric's at. So I was able to like fly down there for work stuff. And then I could pop over and see Eric. And it was like, we were going to like be able to hang out all the time. And then it was like, boom, COVID happened. And it was like, oh, wah, wah, wah. so I was yeah. looking forward to being able to come back down there. See you guys. I mean, hopefully, hopefully soon. I mean, I that, I was with you when you first met Rain. Yeah, you want to tell you want to tell that story about how you're the the best wingman. I don't even. What did I do? I don't know. <laughs> we, we just uh, if, if whatever reason the 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 weekend after I met Rain, you just happened to be coming to town. Yeah. Said, hey, I'm gonna go out and we're gonna get some beers and blood. And she came out and met us. And yeah, that's like, really weird. That's really funny. Yeah, she probably locked me. That's how you locked it in. You're like, look, I just hang out with YouTubers. They fly across the country, hang out with me. Like, oh, she didn't that, care. She didn't even. Yeah. She didn't even watch. It. She hadn't watched a single one of my videos. Yeah, I know exactly so what you're saying. Really, really funny. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that way. Does she watch your videos when you make them? Or do you have to ask her to watch them? Uh, here's it's I ask for feedback. So here's uh -huh. what happened. I would make a video, start to finish, make something super polished that I liked, and I'd say, 
what do you think about this? And then I'd get feedback like, oh, you, you should have done this or you should have done that. And I'm like, frick, maybe I need to ask sooner. So then I asked, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, no matter how, it's almost like I need to edit with her. Like yeah. I need to involve her more because yeah. that, that way I feel like they would come out better if I involved her more. But yeah, I have to be like, here it is. Look here. Let's watch it on the YouTube app on the TV. And she's like, oh, it's out. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. She's like, mm. not that she's like super critical, but she's always like willing to give feedback. But if I ask yeah. back after I published it, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Katie, I don't feel like she watched any of my videos until I told everybody that we know that she doesn't watch my videos. And I think then she started watching my videos just so she could be like, no, I watch them. Like, so um, now I'll usually, I, but I, I feel like she really watches them whenever I like prompt her though. But yeah. otherwise I don't, I don't know if it's really in her. She like, rides road bike. She rides more road. She does ride mountain though too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does have, have, uh, has she ridden with you when you've been recording? Um, I don't, not much, a couple of times, but probably not like when I'm like really shooting, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's, it's not like, it's not her thing to be on the videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she doesn't really like, yes. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I, I, it's funny because I think about like everybody else that does it. And I think about like, we like to have like, we call them sacred moments, like moments where we're, we might be out riding and we might be in a beautiful place that I might be making a video about, but we like to have sacred moments where we, where I'm not on, so to speak. Yeah. 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 I get it. Well, we're just doing something cool and I'm not archiving it or I'm not yeah. like, you know and I think that that's a super cool balance like it's a hard balance to find and, yeah. and what I try to do is if we ever go on a trip like we just canceled our trips to Sedona mm -hmm. but I tried to I come up with an idea before we leave so that way it's not on all the time I can kind of hone in on when the camera will be on yeah and that seems to work out well i think the other thing too is now that i'm my schedule is my my shooting schedule is like where i'm trying to do a video a month it mm -hmm. gives us a lot of rides that we can go on and i don't have to be yeah. filming like whenever we when i first started the channel it was like i was doing at least one to two videos a week for a long time and so and those were the only two days that i was riding so if you were riding with me i was filming so anyways man i know it's getting late over there yeah. I just told I super you. super appreciate you getting on the channel or on the show with me, man. Um, any any um, YouTube channels you've been watching a lot lately? Before we go, um, I've I mean I've been watching a lot of BCPOV. I always yeah. watch his stuff. His uh, I usually watch all of Seth's things. I've been watching a lot of Brian. I think Brian is fucking on to something with it yeah i think i think his lady's helping him with the filming so he's getting a lot of like that extra camera shot i want to see him get a travel show can someone yeah. give him a travel show please yeah right i think between like now he's got to figure it figured out where like instead of just being in a place for three days 
if he's there for like two weeks to a month, yeah, yeah, everything it can be super high, you know. So I'm yeah. excited to see what he's in Mentonville right now. I'm excited to see what comes out of that because that's one of my favorite places. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you know, I know. He- that that's good. I'm I'm a, I, I've been watching that Bentonville one actually, and I come and go on his channel. You know, sometimes I I, I don't watch it, and uh, it, it's definitely that that little series has caught me. So I agree with you. you no, know, he's definitely doing a good job. I like the new dynamic that he has. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and then one one channel. Frick, what is it called? I think I've told you about it before. The guy who does all the video tips like how to cut like commercials and stuff i forget his name do you remember no i don't guy's name but i watch him all the time he just right now open another tab yep that's what i'm doing i'm scrolling Uh, there you go i um daniel schiffer oh okay he's the new he's he's the one that you're getting all the time on he's just like how to film a pizza commercial like just like craziest niche stuff oh cool and he and he like talks about how he cuts and like cool little like editing techniques that he uses and so you have to send me his name on uh on um slack or something like that so i can look it up because that does sound interesting yeah and tomorrow's monday i won't want to work much so it sounds like a good Mm -hmm. idea I mean, I think we're going to take a half day uh, tomorrow because once I drop him off at school, I'll work for a little bit. And then uh, Rain rented uh, a Ripmo this weekend or oh, not nice. like demoed one. Uh-huh. So we got to take it back. So we're like, well, why don't we just on the way back to the shop, stop and get in one last ride? Like, there you go. Uh, I think we might take a half day. Right. Also, I don't know how much vacation you get, but I realized last year I barely took any vacation. Yeah. I like lost a lot of vacation when I switched jobs. Oh, so I used to have like my old job. I had like almost four weeks a year. I had four weeks a year and then they did this thing where you could like buy an extra week too. So like now I'm like, you know, the new guy, like you get like two weeks and that's it, you know? And so, Dang. but I think next year I hit three years at this place. So it's like, I get a bump or something like that. Dang. But yeah, I got five weeks. So, like, what? Yeah, that's nice. I, it's April. Like, for, for next week is April, and I haven't done anything. So, I yeah. need to start taking days. Yeah. I got a bunch of stuff planned this year, though. So, it's going to be fun. So, right on, man. Well, thanks again for being on the show, dude. I'm super, yeah. super stoked that you were here. I'm uh, always have a great time chatting. I can't wait yeah. till the next time that we get to get to get hang out in person i, I definitely want to get back over to spider mountain i want to check out that place you were telling me about earlier to the, the the ranch yeah yeah that so sounds cool. super maybe i bring the lady down we'll come down and spend spend a couple days like doesn't even have to be a work thing yeah that'd be because, awesome totally. you know empty nest in this fall so <laughs> it's time to we, party we do, right i would yeah, love I, I appreciate you having me on as always and you know sweet dude good times all you guys out there listening do me a favor if you're a podcast listener go to that podcast app and write a review i really like reading the reviews i say this all the time i'm i'm have no clue how the podcast algorithm gods work but i feel like writing reviews that are good 
make it better. So write those. And it's also flattering to read them sometimes. I mean, I haven't got a bad one. Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. And freaking trolls will be like, boom, one star. Um, but if you want to help me out, do that. If you would like to see some free content, go to Instagram or Facebook, check out Biker B1. If you want to get some of that cool swag that I was talking about, hit up the shop one way or another, support the channel. If the only way you can support the channel is hitting the subscribe button or the like button on this video because you enjoyed it, do that at least. And then at, the last thing that I have to say is it only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one.